Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Kitchen hole myself. You know, Sam, I know that's not really pretentious. Don't worry, I'll be doing it here in a second. Um, there's, I mean, yeah, I'm a tarot reader, I'm an astrologer, and yeah, that's kind of, you know, a, a big flavor of what I do. But I'm also a teacher, I'm also an energy worker. I, yes, I do psychic readings. I also do a lot of study into manifestation through the process of magic. I am pagan. Um, I'm also a practitioner of Shinto, and I am also working on more discussion of the mechanics of manifestation as magic and uh, physics, publishing a tarot deck, as well as you know furthering the, the retreat of Chris, my partner who you had on here. Last year, or last year, this year. Uh, I had about last year, and then he came on again for the two years. But uh, uh, he and I also do our retreat. We just got done doing a retreat, okay? And he's actually literally going to be up here in a week for our retreat in Seattle, Washington, on Sunday. Uh, so how did you get started doing this kind of work? Well, as far as the online entity that is Scarlet Moon. I always tell everyone it, it happened accidentally. It happened on the way to another plan, another agenda, which was to create my own store. I wanted to create my own shop, my own spiritual store. And Scarlet Moon is always going to be the shop. And I do a lot of my own personal crafting and make essential oils and make colognes and candles and all kinds of things. And that was really the direction I was heading in. And YouTube was kind of what I was doing to fund it and, you know, start building again like a following. And then YouTube kind of exploded into this awesome monstrosity almost overnight. And it was very much um, this sort of, I guess you could say, very, very big, um, big current. I kind of like realized, okay, well, there, there's something to stand through here. You know, I think. Yo. Hey, one sec. I just need to figure out how this all works. So. Uh, it's working. You're good. Okay, good, good, good. I just want to make sure everything is good to go. Shit. Check, am... check, check, check. One, two, two. Okay. Yeah. I am jumping in crazy fast. Hold on. Let's. Okay, about that. Hold on a sec. I just want to zoom out the camera really quick because I'm like. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, hello. All right, let's see here. What? All right, give me one second. Let me grab me something to drink. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing. Just give me a second. Let me zoom this in a bitch. 
see. Oh, good. Okay, there we go. All right, at last. Yes, man. Ready for this. All right, let me just adjust a few things to be a bit less oppressive. There we go. Awesome. Cool, cool. All right, so um, you ready? Yeah. We're just going to have a conversation. I I know a couple things about what you do, what you like to talk about, and... uh, Especially with that last video I commented on, that was a really good one. So, oh, the head wrapping questions yeah. about, uh, yeah, that was really good about that and um, spirits because uh, mm. you were talking about the head wrap with spirits and stuff. So, with the influence of spirits, I definitely like to get into that and then astrology as well and how it ties in for like a beginner. You know what I'm sure. saying? I mean, so, yeah, I could I could definitely do that. Um, Sorry if I didn't plug this a lot. I wasn't sure if this was going live or if you'd rather people come and just look at this thing later on. You'll probably get more. Um, it's both. It's both. Well, I can share because I do have like uh, where people can call in and stuff. Um, okay. If you want to share it, people want to call in and ask questions or something, they'll be able yeah. to do that. Let's, I'll, um, I'll let's... send you what I'm about to post. And it's just a, uh, um, let me just send this to you. So. Sounds good. Yeah. Have the I number. was going to say, I can just... Type it in really quick on the Scarlet Moon Facebook page, and you know right, that's what I'm gonna do. I've got a program that uh, sends it out to all my uh, my feed and stuff. Okay. So. Uh, ch- ch- all right. 
perfect. Um, There's another person on the call. Who's that? That's uh, that's my chat line. That's how I, oh. I I connect the chat lines. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So um yeah, if you want to copy and paste that, that's what I'm about to post. All right. Let me see here. Boom. Okay, nice. Uh, it's got the old title on. Is that cool? What is it? What's it say? It says live with Rihanna. Hmm. Um, let me run it through. Uh, let me run it through a Facebook debugger. Okay. You know what that is? No, I'm learning all kinds of shit here. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I usually just do like Google Hangout, like load. Yeah. Well, I mean, Facebook debugger happens like if you even if you have a website and you mm-hmm. change your image or whatever or the title, but it already recognizes that link. Right. Uh, right. Something else, it'll like refresh it, you know, and change yeah. the name and everything. So. Nice. Nice. So let me just run it through here, and the name should change. It changed on on my end, but uh, let's see. It says Rihanna. I mean, I did that one earlier. Oh, that's all let's good. See. Uh, can we take my last name out of this, if that's all right? Okay. I don't like people going to my personal Facebook. <laughs> no, no, it's the thing. You know, it's like I got plenty of people on Scarlet Moon Facebook. We need to well, let's Nico. just go with Scarlet Moon then. Yeah. Well, no, you can say Nico dash Scarlet Moon. Okay. That's totally cool. Um, but Nico Moscoso, I don't like that on there. I mean, it's every once in a while you get somebody like hitting up my 18 year old cousin and asking her where the hell Nico is. I need to talk to him. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. That's that's not cool. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust um, me, I know. I've been, yeah, real man. Shit's yeah, so, so it's like I can't. I just had death threats the other day for the first time of nice. somebody I know, but just went off the deep end and crazy stuff. Oh, so. you'll probably get more with me on the line. People are people are not ready to uh, coexist the way you and I coexist. You know, because they're gonna look at the surface and see how different we are on the surface, and they're gonna think. We got no business talking to each other. You know? <laughs> That's what we want. So yeah. So let's have a look and see here if that changes anything. Well, give me. I'm trying to do it. I'm still trying to do it now. Um. Well, I'll get the post ready here. What the fuck am I doing? I could totally like. I, I'll try not to use the f word. I do swear a lot, but I'll try not to. Okay. So surprise. Wow. All in show with truth. Some of you may know him, some of you may not. He is very big into the mysticism scene and does enjoy his share of not only conspiracy, but ascension, awakening, Efforts for the populace. Lots of folks may not think he and I gel so well, but if you are a follower of mine and also would like to look more from, more at the awakening discussion from a lens of would you describe how would you describe your, your i do I'm, i would say christian mysticism is a, i was literally going to say mystic mystical christian yeah christian mysticism okay. is is something i can't really argue with you yeah know? okay hey share 
Okay, now it's the same link. Okay, we're just making sure because I'm trying to update it. Okay. Conspiracy with special awakening efforts for the populist from a lens of Christian mysticism. Okay, it changed over now on my okay, end. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Watch us compare, contrast, and take the. And uh, let's say, watch us compare, contra- contrast, and learn from each of from all of our paths in that. Because the the reason I'm saying it this way is because I happen to know a lot of my people. Yeah. Are, they're not all witches by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. A lot of them, though, are that kind of like... Dogmatic. That, um, that new age, sort yeah. of like, I got a bad taste in my mouth from organized religion. I know, yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's like, you, it's definitely, I want to, you know, so... This might be a good way to do it, because that way yeah. you and I can bounce back and forth, and people will definitely be a lot more um, open, I mm-hmm. think, uh, to that from that lens. Because I mean, like, I know pl- I got plenty of friends who are, you know, into the hoodoo world, into the, um, you know, into all of that stuff, and they are cool because they're cool to have discourse. But as yeah. you know. For some folks, you know, that first year of being newly awakened is like a rough. Oh, dude, I was so per- so much persecuting uh, Christian church and, and yeah. calling them out and what's wrong and what's right and all that. Yeah. Now it's just, I definitely, you know, just kind of make it a point to piss them off on, on yeah. their fallacies and stuff like that now. Well, and that's, and that's kind of the thing, like when it comes to my, um, like I'm sending actually this to a friend of mine. I'm actually, it's funny that we're doing this now because I'm, um, where's the, where's the, yeah. I actually got a friend who I'm, he and I did a great chat on um, Marco Polo the other day. I'm actually recording him and uploaded on auras and like the auric field and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's like Mormon. And it was real interesting to just see like where a lot of, yeah, you don't have to worry about that for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know where I, where I approach it from, and mm-hmm. if I quote scripture and stuff, I know exactly what you mean, though, because like I'll, I'll oh, be. No, I'll, well, I, I was thinking we could talk about that too, because here's the thing: I think the best way to be awakened is to have some fluency. You don't yeah. have to change how you speak. I don't have to change my, how I speak. Yeah. We are already on the same place. Mm-hmm. It's for those people who don't know how to auto translate. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it'll it'll help, it'll help them though, man. It'll help yeah. them adjust and uh, to what's what's good for them. You have to get past that like you have to to mm-hmm. move forward in whatever whoever's wronged you whoever's offended you you have to get past them you're the people you're afraid of whatever the case is you know we'll talk about yeah. all that man um, absolutely yeah I, i'm i'm pro i'm approached i'm not I, this is not a debate at all so don't even like oh, oh that, no, I, I didn't i didn't think so i yeah, think no you and i are actually We're on the same page i'm gonna if i quote scripture it's going to be to back up what you're talking about. I'm not even worried about it. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, the scriptures okay. I quote are going to back up astrology, back up spirits, communicating with them, their influence in our lives. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm coming from. So, yeah, definitely don't 
don't think it's going to be anything challenging. Well, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I'm, I kind of mentally prepared a little bit for some of this last couple of days, just mm-hmm. kind of researching how I wanted to explain things, especially when people are going to come and go like, what the fuck does astrology got to do with anything? Yeah. So, you know, whatever you want to start with, whatever you want to finish with, we can go, you know, um, but, you know, we can just dance around on this. Um, yeah. let me know. All, right. All right, cool. Give me one more second and I'll be I'll be ready to go. Hold on. Sure. Hmm. Indeed. That's my cat. Hey, Christoph, I'm about to actually do a podcast with a Christian mystic. It's about to go live here in a couple of minutes, period. I sent you the link on Facebook if you wanted to have a listen, if you had the time. Smiley face. We really do need to catch up. Sorry for the delay, period. But this might be kind of fun for you. All right, so when we when I go live, um, it'll be about a minute and a half where the mm-hmm. intro's playing. You won't be able to hear the intro. Sure. Um, and then, so that'll be playing. Um, I'll come in and do my intro, thank, thanking my supporters and all that kind of stuff. Yep. We'll just go into conversation from there. You got it. All right, so here we go. We'll go ahead and go live now. Okay.
Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Truth Seeker. This is the Truth Seeker Podcast. And um, I'm excited to be here with you guys again. This is the second show for today. Um, got a lot of interesting conversations lined up for you guys, man. Some really cool people um, that have reached out to me. Some people I've reached out to them. We're closing in on 100 episodes, man. I'm almost at my 100th episode. And I've definitely surpassed 100 episodes already over the years, but since I started kind of categorizing them and putting numbers to them and some of the older ones that I've kind of brought back and edited and stuff like that to release that I thought that were good. So with those combined, we're kind of getting at 100. So I think we're at like 96 or 97 today. Um, I do have somebody really cool plan for, for episode 100, but I, you know, to really focus on that, I like to focus on each and every episode. I think that each and every episode is beautiful. I learned something from every conversation and uh, I get so many comments and stuff from you guys about each and every one, even the ones you think that maybe didn't go well or someone, or, or it was somebody who was a smaller name and nobody knows about this person. Even those episodes, people reach out to me. So it's really cool. Closing in on 100 episodes of the true seeker podcast. I uh, couldn't do it without your help. So I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who's supporting my work at patreon.com. Um, there, you can get access to uh, extra podcasts, interviews, all kinds of cool stuff. You get access to my entire discography. I do music. I'm a rapper. Uh, it's like 10 plus albums and all the new music that I'm working on, um, getting ready to release a new album entitled Seer. That music is already up on Patreon. As soon as I'm done with the song, I upload it there. So people are always inboxing me, asking me, when am I working on new music and when is it coming out? And I have to point you to Patreon. Like that's the way to support independent artists and people who are creating independent media. So if you like this podcast, if you like my music and you want to support any level of giving, you can head on over there and anywhere from a dollar, five, 10, whatever you're able to do, man, it would mean so much. So this podcast is free to consume, but it's not free to create. So patreon.com backslash truth You also get access to the school of the mystics. Yes. That's something that we do every Thursday night. That's our community. This is something that uh, we've kind of been starting it out where we're just kind of meeting each other, where the podcast is like turning into a community where people are just listening, listening to this show re religiously. Like this is their church. This is their mosque. This is their place of fellowship. So you get to link in with like-minded people and I'm there in the midst in the chat and, and leading that whole thing. And uh, we've been, communing with that. And it's so cool to be able to meet you guys. But also what we just started this last week is uh, a course. We started our first course and this is an eight week program, which we're doing. It's about tuning in to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking in your life, speaking to you and through you, uh, speaking about other people, being able to pick up on those intuitions and, and, and uh, speaking uh, with, with uh, prophetic utterances and with boldness to know the energies that are coming through. And this is something that we started this last Thursday, uh, the first week, and it was phenomenal. I was kind of nervous about it, wondering if we could all kind of tap in from everybody's joining from different places all over the world. And we're tuning in together and still linked into one another's spirit. And it went seamlessly. It was perfect. So I'm look, definitely looking forward to continuing that journey with you. If you miss that, if you weren't able to catch, catch the first week that we've done already, that's available for patrons as well. I'm archiving all that stuff now. It's available there. So Thursday nights at 7 p.m., 
Central, we're doing the School of the Mystics. Make sure you join us there. You get access by going to truthseeker.com, click on School of the Mystics, or go to patreon.com backslash truthseeker. With that being said, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I want to uh, thank the following people. These are some of the new patrons that we have. Welcome to the fold. Welcome to the family. Uh, someone today, uh, Raj, uh, R-A-J, Raj, Raj Wright, uh, Valerie Maroquin, uh, Monica, Carlos Gardenes and Dangas Cavascas. Uh, this is so cool because people are joining from all over the world. I can't even pronounce your names half the time. Thank you guys for linking in with me, man. Uh, it, it's, re- it's really a blessing that you guys believe in my work and what I'm bringing to the table. Also, with that being said, I'm going to be releasing a new music video right after the end of this episode. Uh, the, the, the song is entitled The Invisible Creatures of the Five Elements. Uh, featuring Illuminati Congo and commentary by Manly P. Hall. That's going to be going live as soon as we get done with this tonight. And I want to kind of touch on some of that stuff tonight in this conversation, if if applicable. I think it is. So um, my guest tonight joins me. This is uh, Nico Scarlet Moon. What's up, brethren? Welcome to the show. Oh, it's nice to finally be here, actually. I've been kind of waiting for this with you. I mean, you and I have been aware of each other for a while. You know, it's been a couple of years. You and I have been yeah. orbiting each other. I don't think a lot of people know that, though. You know? Yeah, we've been trying to make this happen for a while. Um, and uh, we've talked over the phone. We've talked over Facebook. We've gotten into these weird Facebook. I don't think me and you have gotten into Facebook debates, but you were mentioning even some of the people who are like following your work and what you're doing. Some of them could be like really dogmatic. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely some people that I'm linked in with dealing with Christianity and still kind of like my way of the highway type mentality they can be dogmatic as well. So um, those kind of debates and jabs and things like that, that have taken place on my page and then followed over on your page and, and, and everybody watching, even people who don't comment, I don't like that stuff, man. I really don't. But I've noticed that some of my friends have tried to take jabs at you about your beliefs and your stances and stuff. And I ended up deleting a lot of those comments. And like, let me reach out to you. That's when I hit you up in messenger. I was like, look, man, we need to build, we need to restore whatever we have here. And uh, we, we talked on the phone for probably about an hour and a half one night and kind of worked through some things, man. And ever since then, I was looking forward to have you, having you on the show. You're finally here. Not going to lie, like since that time, I didn't know if you were getting ready for a debate of a religious debate on your standpoints, because I come from a Christian background or what. But be honest, did you think that it was I kind of talked to you beforehand, but did you think that it was going to be somewhat of a debate or me attacking your stance or something like that? No, Not no, I, awesome. I honestly <laughs> no. when it comes to you as an individual and, uh, you know, one of the things that I would say is that I personally you know, getting to know you, I'm kind of like, all right, I wouldn't say you would be on the attack. There, There is something, you know, and I don't even think there's a whole lot of people on, you know, I mean, did I come into this thinking, oh, what are my followers going to think? Are they going to think I'm like a traitor to the cause or I'm doing something wrong or are they going to get set off by X, Y, and Z or whatever? It occurred to me, but then I was like, eh, I don't give a damn. And then there's this other part of me that's kind of like, well, this does open the broader discussion, yeah. you know, and I think that <clears throat> I bring it up from time to time, just in like posts and even on my own videos, you know, 
it's not faith and it's not a practice anymore if it's so high maintenance that you need everyone to agree with you and affirm and validate everything you do constantly. Yeah. And whether you want to call it that recently awakened mentality or born again mentality or some something where a person is just kind of like they, they finally come out of their bubble or they've mm-hmm. come out of a life that you know was definitely low vibe. There's that weird sort of very delicate phase, I think, kind of like when a butterfly comes out of a chrysalis, right? Mm-hmm. It's sort of like it's it's still drying off its wings. It can't do what it takes. It can't fly yet. And it's going to take that, you know, that hour, which is a long time for a butterfly. But I think that if we allow the pressure to only cater to that mentality, we're doing ourselves a disservice. And we're doing the community a disservice. So no, I'm not. I, I wasn't thinking of, of, of being here. <laughs> and I, I definitely don't think of you doing that. I think that on some level, you and I have both, however, had uh, instances. Uh, I definitely recall a couple of years doing Scarlet Moon. This is coming up on my uh, f- fifth year anniversary of doing this. You know, and um, one of the things that I kind of find is that sometimes you get kind of pigeonholed into being like, okay, everyone online, every mystic, every, every, uh, everyone who's out there either, either preaching or teaching or, or doing mysticism or, or practicing magic or anything like that. It's all about that whole, like you have to somehow be the the teacher, the counselor and nurse all at the same time. And I'm just not, I'm not a nurse. I'm not, I'm not even good at being a sponsor. I'm, you know, I'm one of those people like I'm here to teach and I'm like a field guide. You've got to be out in the field. You've got to be working. You've got to be practicing. Tell me about something you did. Tell me about something that happened. Tell me about what crazy stuff's going on. We're going to work it out. I'm not really there to be like, you know, I'm not going to sit over your shoulder while you're still, while you're still reading books, you know, and not doing nothing. So, (laughs) you know, it all depends on, I think it has, and it has to do with where society is shifting now. I think that there's a big pull for more action. You know, it's the difference between being awake and getting out of bed. Okay. There are a lot of people out there who are awake, but they're still in bed. They're Mm -hmm. in bed looking on Twitter, you know, looking on Facebook, doing all the research, sitting with a pile of books. And that's great. But that's not going to do us a whole lot of good if we're awake and still in bed. Yeah, so just ste- just steadily learning and feeding and feeding and feeding. Yeah. And you addicted to that stuff. Oh man! I, but you there's know. a time and place for that, and I think, like you said, early on, I think I don't do much studying and researching anymore. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I like to to kind of uh, get into new material, but for the most part, I try to say that uh, my time now is trying to apply the stuff that I've already learned. Like I've already learned some really deep mystical esoteric stuff um, or even practical stuff that I can apply to my life. And I'm trying to learn how to do it and be able to teach others to do the same versus trying to get to the bottom and figure out every secret or every mystery. Like the stuff I've already learned is just so mind blowing that uh, I'm having trouble making it fit and work for for today. So that's kind of where the focus is for me now. And I think a lot of us kind of uh, kind of, um, you know, what I'm saying get there e- eventually as well. Um, but the really cool thing is that we we come from two different schools of thought, two different. I don't know if you want to call it um, religious. I come definitely from a religious background. I don't call myself too religious anymore. Um, and you come from more of a pagan background. And the funny thing is, it's like the same uh, plight that you're talking about with 
the followers or, the, or your audience or the people who follow your work, um, they, you know, you have this fear of what if I go here, what are they going to say about me? And you kind of have to m- move past that. The same thing for me. I have the same things as well. You know, I go on different shows with other belief systems and the lady I had on earlier, she, she, she was, uh, um, uh, in, a Islam at one point. And I was trying to tell her to, I was asking her for some beautiful verses from the Quran. I'm like, I don't know the Quran. I don't know if they're in there, but share them with me if they are like in, right. in a real secret friendly way, like wanting to know she wasn't well versed to do that, but, uh, but that's her background and that's her past. And for us to be able to come together and find common ground and build upon that, I think that's where the power lies, man. I think people find breakthrough in their life. I'm dealing with a lot of people coming out of the church. Um, they're into a lot of the things that you talk about. They're into astrology. They're into spirits. Um, even just like the mystical breakdown that you did the other day on, on, on the video um, regarding the, um, the um, head ties and the, um, the head, head, wraps. Wraps. Yeah, head yeah. wraps and the spirituality behind that. Um, what draws me to that kind of stuff is there's a little bit of that stuff in the Bible. There's just a, there's little bitty crumbs and stuff. But there's not like this really in-depth belief. Now, if you get into messianic breakdowns or some of the mysticism, you find more there and it gets into more of the stuff that you're tying into. That's why I like to kind of get people like you on the show that you approach. I think we're talking about the same thing. You just come from, come, you're coming at it from a different standpoint. And I love it. It's beautiful to me. It's not a threat. And I shouldn't be a threat to, to anything you're bringing to the table as well. If if you have the truth, right? If you If what you have is really working for you and it's changing lives and helping people, I don't think we should be scared of it at all. Well, I don't think so either. You know, one of the things that, um, you know, definitely, you know, I think a lot of us got to, got to look into here is that at the end of the day, truth is beyond, you know, the, what, what, what we decide as 3d incarnate, yeah. not fully here, you know, I mean, because the way I describe it is we're in like a game right now, right? We're like playing World of Warcraft. And yeah. <laughs> like you, you know, you're just Mario. The real you is the person playing Mario, right? Yeah. That's how I would look at it. Now, the, uh, the truth is out there with, where the player is, not where the character is. And to tap into that, you kind of realize, okay, well, there is such a thing as syncretism. There is such a thing as like, okay, these deities, these beings, these spirits, this truth is going to come to different places in different ways. It's just got to. It's only our pride that makes us think that what I'm so good at is what's so right for you. Because we're all learning how we tap in. We're all learning how we work. And when I say learning how we work, it's not, I'm learning, I'm not learning how you work. I'm going to learn how you work by being your friend. I'm not going to learn how you work by studying me. That doesn't make any sense. But by learning how I work, I can be a more effective, you know, practitioner, an effective witch, an effective magician. And, you know, that's how I like to do it. So I'm learning more about me while doing that. And I'm tapping into my portion of truth. You're doing the same thing. And eventually we are going to connect you know, eventually we're going to, you know, those, those roots are all going to meet at the heart of the tree. And that's where we're, where we're basically going. And I think that if we allow ourselves to get into a situation where the, the, the pride in, I guess you could say, again, knowing how much I work or knowing what works for me mm-hmm. means it has to work for you. 
again, pride cometh before the fall. You know, a lot of people will end up, you know, finding out that, no, they don't have the best way for everybody. They don't have it, you know, and they kind of wonder, oh, why didn't it work for me? Why couldn't I do this? Why couldn't I do that? Well, the reason you couldn't do it is because you didn't bother to learn the other person's language. You didn't bother to connect. You were so busy trying to connect in only one way. You didn't bother to connect here. You didn't, you didn't bother to connect from the heart. You need to connect from the heart. You know, if you're just going to be thinking about, oh, well, I want to, you know, I'm going to focus on this over here and it's going to be this mystical path. And it's like this hermetic science thing from Blizz Blast and him, ham from Kabbalistic blah, you know, thousands of years ago. Or you're going to go over here and say, no, it's got to come straight out of this church and only this denomination and only this interpretation. Yeah. You're, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just only going to have so much. It's kind of like having a diet and all you're eating is corn. Yeah. It's not, you know, yeah. you got to at, le- at least give credit to the other foods, you know, in the food chain. If yeah. you're not going to eat it, that's fine. That's up to you. Yeah. If, if all you want is corn, that's cool. <laughs> but don't, yeah. don't tell me that I can't eat other things. Or yeah. that, you know, that, that's how I would put it. Yeah, definitely, man. I think it's a little bit of all of it. And, uh, and it's about ex- exploring that. And that's one thing that I've kind of branded on this show, um, that it's okay to explore. That never tell you should never tell anybody not to look into something if their heart's desire is is for it. You know, we have people so many times don't get into that, don't look into this, don't have that conversation, stay away from him. You know what I'm saying? All of this type of stuff for years, man. I've heard that. Um, but yeah, so now we're connected. We're doing this. I appreciate your platform. I love what you do for my audience who may be new to, you know what I'm saying, what you're bringing to the table. We've titled this show uh, as of now, Astrology and Spirits, right? I, I definitely want to get into both of those topics, but talk a little bit about your YouTube page and what you bring to the table with your, 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 uh, your page on YouTube and some of the topics that you uh, dive into on a weekly basis there. Okay. Well, uh, I've got two active pages. There's Scarlet Moon, which is the one I'm, I think I'm logged into on this one. I think because I have them open on like a million different tabs and windows on my computer right now. <laughs> I think I'm logged into that one. The, uh, so there's Scarlet Moon. That's just plain old Scarlet Moon. That's it. Nothing more. And that's my tarot astrology page. And I do horoscopes on there. I do weekly horoscopes on there. I will sometimes come out with lectures and talks about big astrological transits that are going to be with us. You know, like I won't do it unless it's going to be with us for at least a few months or a year or two. So people kind of know, okay, this is what the weather's looking like right now. And then I've also got a Patreon page, uh, the integrative mysticism Patreon page. And so that's, I've got bi-weekly horoscopes on their astrology and tarot, which kind of cover a different layer, two weeks at a time to go with the weeklies that are free on Scarlet Moon. And so that's definitely all its own thing, you know, and I, it's such a sad, and at some point I had to change, I had to make another channel for my other mystical talks because it was like, you can't put up a video on say like cleansing your energy or head wrapping or manifestation. And then, you know, three days later, like bam, 12 horoscopes are just going to push it down to the bottom of the. Yep. Screen. Yep. Yep. So I made another channel uh, back in 2015 uh, called Scarlet Moon Magic. There you go. And basically, that's a bit more of a personal, you know, my personal spiritual experiences, personal spiritual takes. And, you know, I do talks on all kinds of things like, you know, this is basically what you want to consider if you are trying to go about this path. I've got a playlist for starting solitary for people who do want to start as witches and they want to start the solitary path because I walk a solitary path. 
I, I am not really a part of any like formal groups or, 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 or orders or covens or anything like that. Um, I do have a group of friends and we, re, we, we meet less regularly than we really should. And we, but we, some people call us a coven, but really it's just a clique that gets together and like chain smokes and does magic every once in a while. <laughs> I mean, it's just a really chill family kind of situation. Yeah. Ain't nothing and, right. That's the most powerful one sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. it's not like we have like, I've, a got, those, I've like, got those people too. We, <laughs> yeah, we don't, don't have like, smoke, but they do. And you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's like, we don't have like orders and reads yeah. and stuff. So it's, it's, we don't have, a, we don't have any doctrines. And then, um, and then I also have a thing for just general spiritual practice. Maybe you're not interested in being a witch, but you're interested in kind of just learning, I guess you could say, the fundamentals of certain types of mysticism. We talk about things like manifestation, energy healing, tapping into your intuitive gifts and things like that. Just because you don't want to watch, walk uh, the path of a witch doesn't necessarily mean that you can't use these tools. So there you go. And then there's like, there's, it's, it's, a mu- it's a much more, I, I would say that it just kind of goes deeper into those things kind of gets into more of, again, like we talk about the head wraps, more of the, the spiritual talk of spiritual practice versus spiritual science, which I think kind of covers more of the, the astrology and things like that as well. I mean, they mix, but they, I just had to divide at some point, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I kind of messed my channel up a long time ago before it got deleted, but I did that. I got into some other things. Somebody mentioned my Celebi, somebody in the chat. I have a Celebi um, Pokemon uh, behind me. Somebody mentioned that in the chat and I did a, I started getting into gaming and doing online gaming and streaming and stuff. And I try mm-hmm. to do that from my true seeker page. So you get one interview with Jordan Maxwell about the occult and mysticism. And the next video is how to catch a celebrity. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, mixing those two together at that time didn't really work. And I lost a huge amount of subscribers and uh, people were, they didn't get it at all. I got a lot of hate mail, all kinds of crazy stuff by doing that. So yeah, it's definitely, if you're trying to, um, if you're a jack of many trades to kind of have everything separated or whatever, so you don't kind of mix it all together. And well, I kind of, I kind of did it more for like, I did, I kind of did it more for like visibility and I might, I'm, I'm about to go down that geek road to myself. (laughs) I mean, I'm thinking thinking about doing it as on just on Scarlet Moon Magic because it's also kind of like a personal journal. It's a personal vlog. That's what I was telling people and they didn't want to hear it. I was like, look, this is the truth seeker page. This isn't, this isn't Jordan Maxwell's page. If it's your, yeah, exactly. If it's your business, that's one thing. And you know, the reason I call it Scarlet Moon Magic because everyone always asks me, they always ask me, like, Nico, what's your favorite thing to do? Do you like astrology better? Do you like tarot better? I'm like, I like magic better. Uh, magic's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love all three, but magic's my favorite. So I thought Scarlet Moon Magic, okay, it's Nico's favorite. It's Nico's thing. That's going to be his personal page. Whatever happens here is going to happen over here. At some point in time, there's probably just going to be a bunch of videos of cats making, you know, getting to for the views. But, uh, you know, we'll cats see what playing, happens. playing the, the keyboard and stuff. Yeah, cats playing keyboard, cats running around <laughs> chasing laser pens, you know, whatever happens. <laughs> that's awesome man it's you know what though the the crazy thing for that it was a huge revelation for me though um even though may, maybe like that the way i was mixing it on that channel like i said if it's a business if it's something that's consistent you're doing podcasts and then you're doing pokemon videos that was kind of a crazy contrast but the thing about that i had to learn was to be okay with with who i was and i didn't have to hide it i didn't have to hide um that I played Pokemon with my family or that I'm a gamer and I'm very competitive and I love technology and all of this type of stuff, like versus coming from, I'm just a spiritual teacher. I'm just a spiritual guru who meditates all day and does all that stuff. Yeah, I do that, but not all day. 
I don't well, like that. That would be a lie. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, what's kind of funny is that when you when, when they mentioned that Pokemon, I don't know Pokemon. Yeah. Not Pokemon <laughs> real, but I do know some anime and I thought they were talking about the color scheme on this. And this is actually a gift I got from my cousin. Mm-hmm. He actually drew it for me. And I thought they were referencing my Sashomaru. Wow. Uh, drawing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not my I didn't draw it. She drew it for me. And I was like, holy crap, how did I see it that far away? I'm like, and how do they know anime so damn well? <laughs> All right. Well, that's kind of cool. But no, I mean, you've got to own it. You've got to own it. And one of the things that I've kind of noticed, you know, is that the more open you are about, you know, you can weave it in. You can weave it in. That's not a big deal at all. It's just a matter of, you know, yeah, don't let it dominate. There are people there for certain things. And I think that when it comes to, say, again, when it comes to spiritual practice and spiritual anything, you know, people are going to go with either, A, what they resonate with, or at least what they, what they choose to let themselves like. And so I like to give people that choice. I don't want to get up on my horoscopes and, you know, just kind of go. You know, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of people who do horoscopes out there. I don't, know, I don't know how people retain information of like, here's a weekly horoscope and it goes on for an hour. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, a good chunk of that week is gone, you know, and you're going to come back and watch this for an hour like every day. I, don't, I didn't want to be that person. And then it also got me thinking about, all right, well, you know, if you're not going to do that, and you also might want to keep in mind that a lot of people are just going to pick and choose what they want to have. So you help people choose by telling people exactly what you're putting where, you know, it's kind of like Starbucks, right? You know, they got like 80,000 different flavors somewhere behind the counter, right? But what do you look when you see on the menu? Caramel, mocha, vanilla. You know, you just got to help people kind of see what they're, you know, because if, again, if you're coming at this new or you're just going on the dang, um, if you're going on the, how do I phrase it? If if you're just kind of going online, I mean, lock up. It's, it's insane. I mean, if you're brand new to this, yeah. I started practicing in 97, 98. Mm-hmm. So I've this, we're coming up on, you know, I've actually, I had my 20 year anniversary of, you know, practicing as a witch this last autumn, you know, I will actually August, September. So I, I was already, you know, I, I mean, I kind of matured. I kind of, I, I was of that last group to come into, you know, spiritual practice and mysticism without the internet, you know, being mainstream and, you know, I was, what, 13? So it's different, 12, yeah. 13. So it's a bit different now. And I think that, you know, for me back then, it was very easy for me to kind of be like, okay, this is what I'm focusing on. I, I, got, I got choices. I can explore if I want, but I'm going to be able to actually have that kind of controlled environment. You come online nowadays and it's like, you're just bombarded with a whole bunch of crap. You're feeling crazy. You may accidentally go with somebody who's crazy. You don't know who's there to trust. Oh, man. You know, cult leaders galore, man. Well, and it's not just cult leaders. Sometimes it's the blind leading the blind. Sometimes yeah, well, it got, turns into a cult leader. They, they don't mean to be. Right. Yeah, you're following them and their dogmas and their belief. Next thing you know, you're arguing with people on Facebook about your dogma that you learned from Truth Seeker or somebody well, or else. The, you know or or the, 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 you know, my, you know the, my least favorite, it's kind of like you've got these low-functioning kind of like very mentally disturbed people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Masquerading is these, you know, I'm just too good to be here. And you get people who just eat out of the palm of their hand. Yeah. You know, they're masquerading is like, well, I'm just, you know, beyond your perception. We're not on the same damn frequency. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, dude, you're batshit crazy. And, yeah. you know, you've got somebody who probably is looking for some healing or some help. And all you're doing is spinning them round and round and round. And all of a sudden, you know, you're taking tinfoil hat to a new level. So I think that, you know, 
what we need to do in our community, you know, to help people in this sense is to kind of get away from, okay, well, what is the expectation? What is safe? Right. What is safe? Now, I've never hid the fact that I was a witch or gay or anything like that from any of my followers. So nobody's ever really shocked by anything I do. But I think that for a lot of new people, you have this sort of expectation of, okay, what is safe? And I call it the secret effect. Okay. Everyone get, everyone get ready to get offended here. Uh, I don't know who I'm talking to. Your people in mind. But what, am I about what am I about to say? All right. I call it the secret effect as in, I blame the secret, like the book and the mm-hmm. film that got published. Here we go. Um, because, that made something safe. It may, you know, it gave you a lot of watered down information. It's good information to start with, but it's not the place to stop. And that's what happened. It was yeah. safe to start and stop there with the, this law of attraction, the secret. And, you know, that was a big thing. And when you kind of look at the era, it makes sense. You know, it was, it was almost like the way I would describe it. It'd be like if you took a hermetic scientist yeah, and turned it into a prosperity gospel. It's exactly the both of it, and you had this situation where, and again, I kind of feel like 2007 to probably okay. just about you know just about two years ago was kind of like the 1980s. So everything was kind of getting yuppified, you know, uh, and everything was everything was getting all yuppie again. And I kind of feel like that's what happened. And Marianne like, Williamson. <laughs> yeah, it's um. So you kind of have this situation where people are looking for what is safe, but also what is market acceptable. Yeah. And I've had a lot of collaborations with people who were, you know, mystics who were big into meditation, big into Buddhism, big into, uh, big into witchcraft, big into the new age movement. And they were always so focused on how do we play it safe by the market to make for a coin. And I'm kind of like, I think that maybe you're the problem is when you follow a trend, you know, you've already given yourself an expiration date, you know, you've already given yourself a shorter expiration date than you, than you, you know, it's the opposite of food. When it comes to this kind of thing, the more organic it is, the longer it lasts. Yeah. The opposite, you know, you don't want to jam it with preservatives like, okay, well, what's okay to say? What's okay to say? Let me, let's make sure I saturate this website, website with terms like vibration and quantum, at least. <laughs> and don't say God. And don't say, don't, don't say God. Universal, universe or essence or. Or prayer. <laughs> no. Yeah. We're going to work with angels, but we're not going to use the G-O-D word. Yeah. And we're going to, um. Ascended masters, but not Jesus, even though he is. Yeah, ascended masters, but not Jesus. Or my favorite, um, people who don't like to use, when I I say spell, I like to say spell. I Mm -hmm. cast spells. That's what I do. I'm a witch. That's what you do. And there's people like, well, I don't do spells. I'm like, well, what do I do? So I'm like, well, what do you do? I'm like, well, in the sacred space, I actually, you know, mindfully and with intention arrange certain items and energies to create a certain type of frequency in order to manifest the change in the world I want to see. And I said, you know, I said spell, and we <laughs> saved a hell of a lot of time, you know, because that's exactly what that is. Yeah. So yep. it's, it's just about making sure we don't. Yeah, it's the, uh, yeah, it's the stepping on toes or what doesn't jive well for people. Like, I've been, you know, I, 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 and it's, been, it's been a weird place over the years, you know, adjusting, finding out 
who you are, finding your voice. Like we always have a piece or a portion of it and it just kind of evolves and comes together. And then we're comfortable in our skin and comfortable with our likes and dislikes and downfalls and shortcomings and all that stuff. Um, but I have a, an eclectic following or even Facebook page or whatever over the years where I could post something and it, you know, I have the Christians, I have the new agers, I have the witches, I have the occult people, then I have the atheists, then I have the Hindus, like all of these people and whatever you post or whatever you share is going to piss one of them off. Like once one portion of those people are going to love it, but the the other half, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to get anything from it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and they're, and, and, you know, they're going to be combative and things like that. You know, we have to, deal with that that was that was a weird a weird place of like and it's still like that like those thoughts still kind of go through my mind sometimes but i have to i you can't let it influence the way that let me not say god let me not say jesus let me even in the christian circles they'll be so where they'll say yeshua or use different names to not say that word because it turns people off or whatever the case is i go on new age shows i say god i talk about jesus or just my story and I, I hear the hosts huff and puff under their breath and snicker and stuff. And I'm like, man, I'm your guest. And you're like laughing at me under your breath and stuff and making faces. Which is complete BS, my- honestly, which is complete BS. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's kind of one of those things we need to be able, we have to be able to auto translate, you know, if for some reason it just doesn't work for you. Now for me, I, you know, I can hear you say Jesus, and I do believe in Jesus. I don't believe that Jesus and I are of the same. I, I don't. I, I would say that Jesus and I are probably would we'd be really cool with each other. <laughs> uh, but I also think that we're also very accepting of like, okay, we we probably were in different schools in different parts of the academy, so to speak. You know, it's and I think that's okay. It's okay to be different. There is no there is no all encompassing. You know, and anyone who says things like, you know, oh, I don't want you to bring this into it, you know, check your issues at the door when if you're really going to take this seriously. No, I'm serious. You cannot. No, I, we talked about this before we went live, man. Yeah, you can't you can't cross contaminate your intentions. Yeah. You cannot. If you are you here because you're on a spiritual journey and you're trying to find out the truth about who you really are and become a more effective co-creator and work in the universe and tap into your higher spiritual source. Or is this just like about a twin flame, a lottery ticket and your healing journey? Like those can all be fringe benefits if that's a thing for you, but you can't cross contaminate your intentions that way. You can't say you're doing one thing when, when really you just want that lottery ticket. You want to make a bunch of money or you can't say you're all about that when you're really just looking for a relationship or you're looking for, you know, or you're just, you're just angry and you ended up here. You know, that's something to pay attention to. Coming into this man, um, I think I have a one up because I do approach it from a, I have the religious lingo. I can do it from whichever belief system you want. I have what kind of works for me or what did work for me or whatever. That's what I'm familiar with. That's what I've studied the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have a one up because I understand the all and it's not just me. It's the people who understand, like you said, you say Jesus, but you mean this, like, when I, if we talk about Jesus, like, okay, so I went on, I went on somebody's show. I went on Kelly in the raw. I used to go in there all the time. She, you know, had a huge following at, at one point and was really big. And yeah, she, she let me come on her show all the time. And, and she talked to me about Jesus and stuff. And she had, she, she asked me this question and I think she was looking for a dogmatic answer because we were like, not a dogmatic answer, but she was looking for a, a different answer than I gave her. 
she gave me a scenario of where like her Baptist friends would come to her and say, Jesus is the way Jesus mm-hmm. is the only way to God. True seeker. What would you say about that? And she knows I'm a Christian. She's almost tried to set me up. Right. But I think she just wanted me to laugh at it. Cause it was a really fun interview. And I, I told her, I said, I would agree with them. I would agree that Jesus is the only way. Sure. I would say Jesus is the only way because Jesus just represents love. Like love is the answer. Like love is the key. Not that you have that name or that philosophy or belief system, or you follow the teachings of, you know, the Hebrew teachings of Jesus or whatever. That's not it. It's about understanding the essence of the all. And this person was love and love is what fuels. If love is not what's fueling you, like you said, check your intentions at the door. I believe that love uh, is, is, is everything is our spiritual motive. It's our fuel. It's what fuels our faith. It's love, man. And it's, it's so beautiful. And once you understand that the terms, the ideas, you can see past it. Maybe it takes a lot of studying. Maybe it takes a true spiritual awakening. I don't know. I know what's led me to this point, And I know people who are in the same essence that I'm in and you don't have to be right. You just, you just bring in what's working for, for you to the table and you're fine with that. You know what I'm saying? There's a beauty in that when we come together, bro. Well, I, enjoy I, it. I, I agree. And you know what? I think that, when people say, is Jesus the only way to love? I would say yes, too. I would have to explain myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like me. <laughs> I, I, I would have to explain myself. And the reason I, why would I say Jesus is the only way to, well, is the only way to God? Well, I guess I'd have to caveat that and be like, okay, look at this for a minute. Jesus was open to God. Jesus was not only completely open and trusting to God, but in all accounts, he basically allowed himself to be led and in, in a sense, in an incarnation of that fragmentation, right? So for, so to me, and this is where I think I have some, some, some issues with a lot of, I say, quote unquote, Christians, mm-hmm. because if Jesus is the only way to God, it's because Jesus was doing that, not because Jesus was Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're going to, be like Jesus, you're going to be open and allow yourself to be, to inhabit and embody all of that. And you're going to work on emulating Jesus, not following Jesus. (laughs) This whole shepherd sheep crap, that is man-made. And a lot of people are coming and looking for a new shepherd when they come into this community. And the first thing you got to do is be like, no, you don't need a damn shepherd. I mean, that was a big, that's a big deal. And I think that You know, one of the things that a lot of people need to understand is that when, you know, if I say, is Jesus the only way to God? Sure. Just like I would say that she was the only way to God or there's, you know, there's a lot of other people because you know why? Because deep down at the essence and at the core, they all have the same way. They are open to being that embodiment. Yeah. Righteousness is actually a lower tier vibration of love. It's not the highest vibration. So whenever we go into righteousness, whether we are going in to, you know, to purify something or to bring healing or to protect or to dispel or rebuke evil or things like that, we're still coming down from love. And that's something that people, some people can do with fluidity and some people can't. Some people come down to righteousness, they get stuck or it's a downward spiral and they keep going further down. Some people 
you know, again, and you could say like Jesus or, you know, there are plenty of angels out there where it's you come down to righteousness, but you can go right back up to love. And that is, again, that's that's an access you have by transcending these different dimensions of consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the more dimensions of consciousness you transcend, you have access to everything beneath and more above. But some people let it come into, you know, it, some people go into sort of a downward spiral. So is Jesus the only way to God? Yes, but it's not the name. It's what Jesus is. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to God to me. Yeah. What God is, that me, is, yeah. is source, is that, you know, to, to me, I don't look at God as a consciousness. When the, I, I equate God to what a lot of people, to me, God is just Holy Spirit. And I take the rest out, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Say Holy Spirit, you could say source consciousness, you can say uh, just source in general. Mm-hmm. So that's how I mentally auto-translate when people are talking to me, and this is how we can jive like this. Um, just what you have to do, man. Yeah, you, know. <laughs> you have to do. Yeah, you have to do it. You have to become all things to all people, I think. Um, or you're not going to get anywhere, man. I've been there for years. Like, I've been in that circle. I don't know if you've ever, I'm sure you have, if you're kind of relating back to those early years when of, of being awakened and you had the, the key. It's like, it's like you know, when, whenever you meet a vegan who just became vegan, mm-hmm. the way you know is because they tell you, they tell everybody, everybody knows that they're uh, a vegan or the same thing with a, a Christian. You run around shouting well, from, from, almost, you know what I'm saying, from the rooftops or whatever the case is, you know, my story, you're, you're just different. excited about it, you know? Well, my story's a bit different though. It's, it's not the same. You know, I grew up in a, in a vastly atheist house. So there, it's not that there was an oppressive religion. It's that there wasn't really a lot of room for that philosophical, spiritual discourse. Little did I know that actually there was and that my dad actually is very, very spiritual and that my mom is very, very spiritual but for whatever reason, they just happened to be a phase in the 80s and 90s where they just didn't want that to be like a part of their daily life. Yeah. Now it is, and it's all yeah. good, and it was before, and it was all good. So they must have just been in a spot. <laughs> but my dad, you know, was always very much just very atheist the whole time. My biological mother was actually a fairly um, prominent medium here in Seattle and in Portland back in the 80s, back before like ghost hunters and things like that. And so it's there. It's in me. And there's always been, I mean, we're, we, we've always been open about things like the paranormal, the witch thing. That's always been a little bit different in my family. Um, so I didn't really deal with, I didn't have to really like wake up and shout from the rooftops or anything like that. Cause I never really felt oppressed to me. It was kind of like joining Taekwondo, you know, or joining a, a martial art. It was kind of like, it's something I do, mm-hmm. you know, it's something I think is really cool. And it's something that I, you know, that I'm getting a lot out of. But again, I think it all, it takes all kinds. It goes into all kinds of mentalities. You know, there are plenty of people out there who are better at being what they are. You know, I think there's a, I think there's such a demand for, I don't want to call it fellowship because that's not fair to say. Uh, Communion is not the same, is not fair to say. But I think there is such a demand for, I guess you could say um, just sort of intermingling, you mm-hmm. know, and I, I mean, it's one thing to want support. It's one thing to want to have that. And I did, I had some people I practiced magic with, even back then I had a friend who introduced me to it, but that was already after I had already been told I had ESP or 
when I was three years old, my dad, my, my, not my dad, my older brother, you know, said that, you know, like it was like a week before Thanksgiving when he was three years old, Nico got out of his bed and started talking like an adult at the top of the stairs asking where he was and, you know, and, and what year it was, you know, like <laughs> life regression kind of moment. Yeah. So these things happen. You know, Where am I? Why am I trapped in this little kid's body? Yeah, what the? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just so the um, so I think that again, it, it can come, it can, it can go into this space of yeah. um, you've got to make sure that you know what your intention is if you're serious about going down this path. I think it was easier for me because it was kind of like again, I was already kind of primed for it. I wasn't really pushed to think. I mean, every once in a while, I'll encounter a family member who's an atheist and, you know, they're kind of like, oh, I thought you were smarter than that, you know, but that's not the same thing as like, oh, they're like hardcore dogmatic okay. or they're, yeah. you know, that, that's not the same thing. It just works for you and you do yeah. it, right? Well, so, I mean, I, that's kind of what the next question was going to be was uh, what kind of got you into it like early on, like what, what built your intrigue? Um, it seems like we came up around the same time. So I think we were maybe influenced by some of the same movies, horror movies, uh, magical movies and stuff like supernatural movies and things like that. Did any of that stuff have a play in your childhood or watching the X-Men and wanting <laughs> it to be real, but then t- being told that it's not and then finding out that, no, it kind of is real, you know, like what, yeah. what was some of the, like, you know what I'm saying? The intrigue to kind of get into the craft and, 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 and well, seek out some of those, the, that, that spiritual path. The paranormal experiences themselves were the intrigue, like knowing it's there, you know, and feeling it's there. So you said that that happened to you at yeah. three. At do three. you did do, do you did you remember it? Anything? No, no, I don't remember it. I but I can tell you right now, I've had like prophetic dreams. Like I knew when a move was coming. Like yeah. I would see the new neighborhood. Yeah. Um, all kinds of things like that. So I've already, you know, that's it's kind of um, that's how I describe it. What about the dark side, even as a kid, though? Because I had, I've had like you know, night terrors and waking up with beings laying on top of me and crazy things like that. I mean, we come around the same age. Do you? There do you was, see- there was a dark, there was a creepy, there was, there was a creepy situation. I remember, uh, I must have been about five or six. I was like first grade, so more like six or seven, and there was. I don't know if it was awake or asleep. It was creepy as hell to even recall. I remember being in my bed and then like my feet would suddenly get uncovered, like the blanket would be uncovered. And so I would cover up my feet and then there would be a point where I'd be getting up and I would see like a pair of hands and they looked like creepy old lady hands. Like they still had some chip, you know, some, some ratchet chipped Mm. up, you know, fingernail polish on it. And they just looked like creepy, like dead hands lifting the blanket up over for whatever reason from just like, and just the hands, just the hands over the bed. Uh, that was, so, I mean, so I don't know if that's kind of a, uh, I would, I don't think it's the same thing as a hag attack, but that's, it, it's pretty some weird kind of form. Yeah. It's, it's some kind of messed up thing. Um, my younger brother used to see like monsters and things like that as well. I, I've, you know, but I'll be honest, I've never really been gifted with a whole lot of sight. I can hear things. I can feel things. I know when a fight's about to start. Yeah. I can. You can feel the vibration shift and things like that. Well, I can smell energy, which is really weird. It's not, you know, because people always say, oh, they want to say clairvoyance or, you know, you want to work on your ability to see and visualize and all that. And for me, it's like I can clairaliance and clairaudience are my things, hearing Mm -hmm. things and smelling things. Um, I've always heard 
if there was a spirit or if there was like a psychic attack or something, I'm terming it now. I wouldn't have termed it this way before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard knocking, wake me up in the middle of the night, knocking. Oh my, in my god! Head. The knocking. Dude, I got chills just now because I was going to talk about that. The knocking in your head. Yeah. Last night. I actually, I had somebody say Nico last night. I've had somebody knocking every once in a while. I've been doing a lot of cleansing and banishing. There's something giving a lot of power. I, I, um, I'm going to release this video as soon as we get off of here. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a, a song, The Invisible Creatures of the Five Elements, and it's explaining and walking you through what elementals are, calling them by name, telling you their functions, it's a really good song. I'm excited to release it. It's a topical song. I worked on the video all day yesterday, like literally. So the lyrics are playing in my head, the visuals, looking up pictures of elementals, trying right. to find the right ones to go in. I spent like literally over eight hours like working on this video. And then I try to go to bed. The lyrics are going through my mind. Elementals, speak gentle with elementals. Yeah. On, you know, and all of these lyrics going through my head. And then as soon as I'm about to fall asleep last night, the knock the knocking i've heard something fall on my back porch i don't think it actually happened but I, like as soon as you're drifting into that state <clears throat> wake up let me go check yep. that somebody yep. might be there yeah and, and then i check everything nothing's happening i go lay back down kind of weirded out the lyrics are still in my head i'm dozing off somebody beats on my window and i'm laying in bed with my wife my daughter's in the other room mm-hmm. but they don't hear it it's like as i'm falling asleep something's trying to get my attention to wake me up. And I never, I probably should have addressed it. Not, I don't know that it was a bad thing or a menacing well, spirit. It could have been something wanting me to engage or wanting me to meditate or whatever the case is. I don't know, but it was last night was a strange <clears throat> night after editing that song all day. The knocking is neutral, honestly. Like it's, it can be whatever, you know, it's not, it's not a guarantee that it's good. It's not a guarantee that it's bad. Elementals do know when you're speaking of them. They don't read your thoughts. So they don't read your mind. They can read your feelings, but not your mind. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're like thinking, even if you're thinking weird stuff, like they're not really able to like communicate it. They might feel like, oh, he looks uncomfortable. His energy is kind of woo. So I don't, I mean, if you wanted to make, I mean, if you're going to profit off their namesake, I'd probably just put a little offering out there. Don't say thank you. You know how that goes. But I would just put a little offering out there, you know, leave them a shot, whatever you got to do, you know, but I would just put, a. I mean, if you're going to profit off of them in that respect, that might be a thing. Just saying. They're actually really cool. They're good neighbors. Don't leave, don't, you know, I don't let them in my house. I don't invite them into my house, but I do make friends with them. I do allow myself to make friends with them. And, you know, like I said, I just treat them like neighbors and, you know, it's, they don't have to be evil. They can actually be great protectors. You know, I mean, it's kind of like, and it's a bit more automatic. I mean, you can call on an angel to protect you, but there's a different vibe when you got like a little gnome and his hammer and he is like, look, this is my house too. And he's going to go fuck the spirit on your front lawn because you know so it's like get all get all the allies you can mm-hmm. you know, get all the allies you can so the uh <clears throat> the, the the thing is is like but yeah the knocking that that's been happening a lot um i had a dream about I, I think i got something trying to get to me i had a dream the other day about some dude with like he looked he he yeah it, your brain is going to give you weird signs. Like, you know, what's good, you know, what's bad based on your own brain. 
It's and there's something season. about a dude in a in a navy blue business suit. I don't know why it is, but I'm like, that's a demon. So, <laughs> so in the dream, this old man in a blue business suit is like, follow me with a gun. And I was like, huh. But I lost him in a 7-Eleven. And I was like, okay. So something was trying to get to me, missed out, still looking, get my yeah. water, you know. <laughs> I know. I know a lot of times in dreams when you see a gun, it's it's talking about words, like, words and uh and uh, gossip and people slandering and no uh, i've had some i've had some experience with uh with prophetic dreams with guns involved futuristic guns too and there you go or something like looks like it's going to be in the future if that's something that was to come later all of these signs man learning how to to to, to interpret um what you want to call it god or the spirits or, or the holy spirit speaking to you in everyday life and in your dream and in that those states and uh and I think that everything is, is symbolic and, and we can, we can, we can learn how to interpret our dreams and in, in the dreams of others. And it makes it a lot more interesting, right? People are having these dreams and being played yeah. visions, uh, you know, a, a big part of me that wants to talk about this stuff in the open or talk about the elementals or whatever the case is, is because there's people who are having um, encounters, they're yeah. hearing voices, they're laying in bed, hearing people call their name. Yes. You know, there's a, there's biblical encounters where that happened. Yes. Prophets laying in the bed. Yes. Samuel, wake up. Samuel, I have something to show you. What? What yeah. is this? And turning over like, what the hell is calling my name at yeah. two in the morning? You know, and so that stuff intrigues me, especially when I have some type of frame of reference from even a Christian standpoint. So if it happens today, well, it's not so far, far off. It was yeah. happening to them, you know. So it, it, it really in all of this stuff that we're talking about, astrology. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I definitely want to go back to that before we move a little bit too too much. Yeah, further. we have to circle back. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so astrology, which is in the Bible, uh, when it's coming from a Christian perspective, most people uh, perspective people think it's negative because there's one there's a rebuke in the Old Testament towards the um, the astrologers, but there's a rebuke to every facet of people, every stargazer, worshippers seekers priests teachers like children like mm-hmm. god in the old testament rebuked everybody for like their heart wasn't in it no more they were kind of profiting right. off of the practice right and, and, it, and it wasn't a spiritual um discipline for them anymore and so he would rebuke them and said you're you're doing it but your heart's not in it and therefore i don't right. want it i'm not going to receive it so that right. was the only thing that kind of happened it wasn't like it was there was going to be an end to astrology right. Uh, astrology is all throughout the, the scriptures of the yeah. oldest books in the Bible. It talks about Orion, the Pleiades, the dog star, the, the great bear in the sky. And it's it, a huge part of the Apocrypha as well. You know, the Zodiac, all of this is in the Bible in a good way. Yeah. So when we're talking about astrology, like basic one-on-one stuff, like how does it influence us? Like, what is it like, like, like <clears throat> how does it influence us and why should we want to know what what's going on with the spheres above us and the stars and everything moving around? I, I it's it's in, it's okay. We go back to this talk about you know energy and everything is sort of made up of a certain type of vibration, right? Everything is made up of almost like a code or it's a recipe, all right? So everything's a recipe. You're a recipe. I'm a recipe. This microphone's a recipe. The phone's a recipe. And you know what it you know what it does is basically, you know, when you talk about a recipe, well, a recipe can be subject to change or it changes a certain thing. 
because, you know, if you put too much, I don't know, baking soda in one thing, it's going to mess it up. <laughs> whereas another one's going to need a whole lot more. Right. Yeah. So we already go through that in our lives. Our, you know, when, you know, when we have all of those things around us changing vibrations all the time, color changes vibration. We know candles, yep. do, incense, herbs, crystals. Well, if you think of the planets as say like giant crystals, that might be an easier way to look at it. Now, these are humongous, bigger than Earth in, for the majority, uh, you know, giant energy beam, you know, energy systems out there just emitting this energy constantly. How those things mix make different recipes. This is, you know, is, is, is the vinegar planet, right? So it, let's put it this way. Let's put it in, 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 in food. I always go to cooking. So, <laughs> all right. Say there's like a vinegar planet. All right, the balsamic vinegar planet. And then there's the olive oil planet. Those together are going to make a really, you know, that's going to be good. We like dipping our bread in that. We know they make good salad dressing, all that kind of stuff, right? So that's actually a good harmonious connection. And that's going to create a good harmonious connection or a good harmonious mix of energy going into a certain part of your life. It could be your love life. It could be your health. It could be travel. Now, there could be a baking soda planet, okay? Vinegar and baking soda, that's going to just make a damn mess. So... If that's going on, that's going to happen elsewhere. You know, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so what's going to happen is, is that if we look at these things as recipes and archetypes of certain things, we can see how everything is a balance of these elements and all of these vibrations as well. So, you know, there is the, you know, there's, there's the energy that is of Venus. Okay. So that's always akin to it's, it's, it's magnetism, it's attraction. Yes, we always call it love, but it's also favor, popularity, and to some degree, it can rule money. So you think about how Venus would interact in a certain area of your chart. Well, if Venus brings that energy to your fifth house of love, well, you're going to be noticing you're magnetizing more romance into your life. If it goes into your uh, 10th house of career, people, you're going to become more popular, right? You're going to become more popular at the job. You're going to be more popular... Uh, with your boss, you're going to be noticing you're making more money. So <clears throat> all of these things in combination, you know, this is what I was kind of prepping for, because I was like, well, maybe we should put it into sort of a, a, a Christian sort of, get down, uh, into more of a, a Christian <laughs> sort of a comparison. Oh, do, not, do not go up there. <laughs> oh, my God. For those of you guys who are listening to the podcast and his cat just climbed up the back of his chair and was yeah. probably crawl to the roof or something. <laughs> yeah, I was going to try and jump on a very thin bookshelf and knock over everything. And I got crystals and statues and mirrors and stuff. So I was just kind of like, he never does that. So, um, so, okay. So let's, let's put it back in terms of Christian mysticism. When we think about that to me now, astrology is not the why, but it's the how of things in the universe. I hate it when people ask me, why is this thing happening? Why is this? Why did this job not work out? What is the meaning? What is the spiritual meaning? And I said, shit happens. You know, there may be a higher message, but it's not coming from a planet. It could be coming from spirit. It could be coming from your guide. It could be coming from your higher self or a God, you know, but it's not going to come from a planet. That planet is, you know, it was well, not, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So these things are just, they're, they're out there. They're indifferent. You know, they're, they're just doing what they do. It's kind of like, all right, a light turns on. So the the way I would look at it is like, all right, if, if it's the how, then the planetary energies are an example of how a vibration is created to, to create, you know, to, to become dense and come forth into being in our reality. So you could say, 
uh, it could be how creation, you know, it could be what contributes to creation, what contributes to behavior. You are an amalgam. In, in, in the astrological philosophy, you are an amalgam of the weather and a lot of other things, but you are highly influenced of the weather of the time of your birth. So you came into the world with Mars here and Mercury here. And so that weather already kind of shaped or, you know, it kind of created, I guess you could say, a form. An energy field? Yeah, an energy field that your soul pushed through and picked up. So if Mercury was in a place that says, okay, we're going to make Derek a pretty, uh, you know, we're going to make him a really outspoken dude and we're going to make him, you know, a poet. We're going to make him able to, you know, to speak eloquently. We're going to give him these abilities to write songs and music. Okay. So that's, you, you, you know, if, if that was what was chosen by your soul, your soul waited for the time when the, when the, when the weather was right to do it or God waited for the time when the weather was right to do it again. However, however it translates mm-hmm. to you. So it's kind of like, okay, well, if we're going to, you know, if you go in, you go into, um, you go into cooking, right? You're going to have to wait for the oven to be a certain degree before you can successfully cook. Nobody cooks anything at hundred degrees. It's not going to cook at all, you know? So that's just kind of a nutshell, how I'd describe it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you can use that energy as well. Yeah. You use it. And, uh, and, um, you know, I guess it, 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 uh, it's like a, what we would say, vibrational energy but i guess that's definitely more new agey or spiritual i guess it may be more of like a magnetic field of the magnetic body. field i just call it magic Mag- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> easy way to put it um but I, i've got i've got a friend of mine who uh sp- he's supposed to go see a psychi- psychiatrist does and he, and he does from time to time yeah but he studies his astrological chart and knows what like just like a you know just like a weather forecast the one one person put it last week uh you know just like you turn on the news and see what the weather's going to be so you know if you need to to wear a raincoat or if you need to wear a short sleeve shirt or whatever my friend would watch the uh well he would read his chart and see what's what 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 the energy is going to be and mm-hmm. he'll know whether he should start a new relationship if right. he should look for a new job if he should continue to do this or if he should stay away from people for a couple mm-hmm. of days or whatever the case is and he plays off of that and he swears to a t that it works and it helps him and and it, it's his it's his therapy and it, it works uh to a t for him of reading right. his energy and what it's going to be for that period of time and i would be i would do it too you know i do do it that's my job you know because i mean for me it's like there are certain things that there was somebody I was talking to somebody about uh, this earlier. I don't know if it was today or yesterday during an appointment or a video file. I can't remember that far because um, I do so many. The, uh, I was basically saying, I'm like, everything has their peaks, you know, whether you're talking about, yeah, looking for a new job or moving into a new house or whatever, everything, you know, it's going to come a few times a year, but it changes your everyone every time of year because the planets are never in the same spot. Right. All, you know, exactly like consistently. And we were talking about a relationship, and I think I was saying to them was, you know, okay, look, this is when you're most likely going to, you know, get involved in an exclusive monogamous relationship. It looks like I'm, we're, we're, it looks like I'm being shown the, the 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 culmination of this effort. Now you could meet somebody beforehand, but my advice to you is to remember that if it's this far out, right? You could if you're going to go out and meet somebody you know, before this window period happens, you may have to wait for that energy to build between the two of y'all, you know, so don't be surprised if that happens. Now, I do believe we all have free will, 
but there's only so much free, you know, I mean, our free will, it means we also have the free will to make smart choices and bad yeah. choices. All right. If you, you know, uh, if your free will is, you know, don't, don't, don't carbon, you know, don't turn on the car in a closed garage. You have the free will to do that. <laughs> yeah. You do, but you probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I think of like astrology or I think of magic, I think of the energy weather, I'm not going to go and fight a planet on this thing. I don't think I should. I could, if I need to protect myself, create some higher energies to sort of yeah. like, okay, there's some crappy going on in the sky the next three days. Let's just hold it down. You know, that's, yeah. that, that's no different than getting an umbrella. That's cool. But I'm not yeah. going to say an umbrella is going to protect me in a hurricane. So, you know, it's time exactly. to get on my bike. Yeah. So there's some, there, there's some things that you could do that's practical where yeah. you don't just have to play the victim and blame the planets. Well, Mercury, you know, Mercury's in retrograde. Everything's going to, to oh, hell this favorite, week yeah. or whatever the case is. I, you know, I've, I've noticed some stuff happening in, in, in d- during that that kind of made me give some credence to that stuff when it, when I didn't really study it. And I've noticed like relationships kind of messing up. If mm-hmm. don't engage with people who are lashing out, cause it's not going to end well, those type of things, you know? Um, but there are some practical things you can do where you don't have to be the victim to this stuff, right? You can mm-hmm. use it for your good. So what's some, some things that you can do um, where you're not playing the victim to just blaming, Oh, well, you know, this and that and this, and that. Cause there's people who do it, you know? Well, you know, it, it, it also, you got to pay attention to where it falls in your chart. You know, I always say this to people, when it comes to Mercury retrograde, I've got a video on my Scarlet Moon page, How to Survive a Mercury Retrograde. One of the big things, and a lot of astrologers don't talk about this way, it's very irresponsible, because, you know, they go up and they hype it out, and they want to be these big motivational speakers yeah. and life coaches, and I'm just kind of like, I am the witch in the woods, F that. You like my cat? You know, like, that's how I am. But the, um, <laughs> the, 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 Mercury retrograde doesn't just crash the chart for three weeks. Like that doesn't, that's not what happens. You know, it depends on where it is in your chart, what it's doing to planets in your chart. If it's doing anything at all, it could be in a perfectly benign spot. And there are some areas of Mercury retrograde where it's actually really good. You know? Um, so the first thing you've got to look into is first, I need to know what my chart really looks like. Okay. Your sun sign, that's not good enough. You need to know either when you were, when you were, you know, what time of day you were born. Okay. You need to know what time of day you were born or, you know, get it reconciled somehow. Do your research, you know, do your research, look at your birth certificate, call somebody because your ascendant, you know, that's going to be the start of your whole chart, right? The start of the, how your personal houses work. So say you have now Mercury retrograde, everyone's like, Oh, communications are going to go badly. Don't drive anywhere, hunker down and pray for daylight. (laughs) No, you, you would, if Mercury retrograde, there's something in a good spot. Mercury retrograde in the eighth house, that's a damn good spot. Everyone who ever owed you money is going to start giving it back. You know, you're going to, it's time to collect. Uh, if you've got Mercury retrograde in the 11th house, like one of your boys from elementary school is going to come be, come be your best friend again. You know, and you have a chance to make that relationship work again. That's cool. Uh, Mercury retrograde in the, in, the, in the fifth house of love. Okay, yeah, don't be official with anybody. But if you, there is somebody, you, there's an old crush or someone you want to try something again with, you can, you know, just don't try and stampede towards the finish line. You know, that's it just, just use common sense. I mean, if somebody came back and if I had an ex come back into my life for three weeks, why would I stampede towards trying to get official and doing something serious like that with them? You know, that's, that's not even common sense, but you know, so just don't lose yourself in it with astrology, you know, just again, pick your battles, you know, pick your battles. If it says Mars retrograde, okay. Mars retrograde favors the defender, not the attacker. 
Where's Mars retrograde in your chart? Okay, say Mars retrogrades at work in the second house of earned income, all right, in your work sector. So Mars retrogrades the defender. Wait till your enemy comes at you then. Wait out your enemy. You've got to play defense for a little bit because you're basically going to win with that. Defense is not a good offense with Mars retrograde. Okay, Venus retrograde. People get trust issues with Venus retrograde. People get real insecure. People have their jealousy issues crop up. Where is it happening? Are people getting insecure and jealous in your family? In the fourth house? Okay, I'm going to take this with a grain of salt here. All right, I'm going to realize Venus retrograde is bringing all of this out. We're probably not going to be able to fix it during Venus retrograde, but I'm going to make a note of it. So we're going to talk about this again later. Throw that conversation in the trash. He didn't mean it. She didn't mean it. Whatever. Right? But... You know, oh, hold on a second. I noticed something in the chat that just kind of threw my Is a chart a confidence booster or empowerment? I, I don't think it's meant to be a confidence booster. I think it's totally indifferent. I think, I, think it's a, I think it can be a confidence booster when you learn how to use it to your strengths and know where your strengths are and where your power is. Uh, then you are empowered. If you know how to, knowing how to use anything makes you empowered. If you know how to use your computer better, you are empowered. You know, um, if you know, if you don't know how to use something, you're not very empowered. You know, I don't know how to use a lot of things. So let's <laughs> leave it at that. But yeah, no, going into, um, but I mean, you know, it's just, it's just about, and you got to get familiar. If Uranus is the planet of disruption and randomness and chaos and crazy coincidences and things, that could be really cool or really bad. One of the things I got to tell people is, and maybe, again, this is, maybe you'll agree with this, cut and dry, good and bad, splitting into either 100% good or 100% bad, that is a crippling mentality yeah. to your spiritual practice with. And people want, people want that so bad. People want that so bad. Everything is either 100%. It's a safety net. It's a safety net. It's like, how do I get context into my reality? I'm going to make it as simple as possible. Kindergarten shape, circle, triangle, square. You know, Don't do that. You've got to be able to appreciate the nuance. A lot of people say Saturn's bad. I like Saturn. Mm-hmm. Saturn's cool with me because I know how Saturn works. Saturn is just yeah. like a real... The way I would describe Saturn is like a mean professor who doesn't care about your Instagram page or your date tonight. So you can be friends with Saturn. You learn to be friends with Saturn. You guys are cool. You're good to go. But he's a hard ass, you know. <laughs> That's good. That's good, man. Um, one more final final thing. I think would just, this would be good to end it on, man. So you're talking about how to kind of uh, protect yourself and not just be a victim when it comes to astrology. But what about when it is with um, communicating with spirits and, and I'm talking about whether you initiate contact or, or it just happens mm-hmm. spontaneously, because I think we all entertain mm-hmm. spirits unaware. What are some things that we can do to protect ourselves, whether it's psychic attacks or we open up doors to kind of get in over our heads? What is, what are some things that we can do to make sure that, you know, cause a lot of people approach even meditation with a fear that, okay, I'm getting into some things that I can't really see all the time. Mm-hmm. Me, I can open up portals in my mind where they're speaking to me through the day or demons yeah. or there's a lot of fear that comes along with that. What are some things that, that you do to protect yourself and other people can try as well? Well, I mean, it, it, it does depend on an occasion basis. So let's talk about astrology really quick because astrology is kind of the same as like a lot of other stuff. Astrology, that's real simple. Again, we're going to talk about it like weather. 
Okay. It's just, it's just a feeling in the air. That's really all it is. Now, sometimes that feeling's there for a week. Sometimes it's there for a month. Sometimes it's for two and a half years, but it's never always doing the same thing. So for astrology, you know, those of you guys who are into crystals, those of you guys who do know how to ground and center, I mean, it's, Cleansing and keeping yourself protected and, and hunkered down during an astrology situation is the easiest thing to do. You don't have to be upset about Saturn returns. You don't have to worry about Pluto doing this to your Mercury and all of this kind of stuff. You know, keeping, and here's the thing, one of the best things that you can do during astrology is just keep a cleansed space. Keep the space clean, all right? Astrology, like weather, will kick up what's there. It will it will take advantage of the cracks, the dirt, and the crap that's already there. So don't have it. The less you have, the less damage it will really do. Okay? And you can do that in a lot of different ways. You know, again, you can cleanse and purify. You can bless your space. You can use your crystal grids. Um, if you want to use herbs, you know, one of the best kinds of herbs to use is any kind of herb that's going to just calm the energy down. Um, I like valerian root for that. I like uh, lavender for that. Rosemary is a universal substitute. You can use that for almost everything. White magic, you know. So it's it, it, even a combination of just those three in general. You know, keep those in a pouch on your person just to keep the energy calm and relaxed and chill. Keep it at your office. You know, if you feel like something's coming or you 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 saw something, you know, either in a general horoscope, like, oh, crap. Uh, I mean, remember when everyone was talking about Uranus square Pluto for ad nauseum, six years? You know, that, I mean, it, 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 something like that comes up again. If you're concerned about that, anything to calm things down. Um, essential oils are good if you are using them magically. I don't want to get into the topic. I mean, I'm going to piss some people off if I talk about medicinal essential oils right now. So I'm talking about it only from a magical sense. <laughs> um, so, you know, any kind of blend, again, things that calm stuff down. Because what it's going to do is it's going to slow down that energy. It's going to like, it's going to do like a windbreak. Okay. It's going to windbreak that energy. So it's not hitting you like a punch in the face. It's going to feel more like a breeze. So you want to slow that down right? Or at least ground it. If you can't slow it down, ground it. Get your, you know, get some juniper, get some patchouli, uh, get some real heavy grounding types of uh, herbs and oils in there. That will also work out very nicely because it's going to be affected by that. You know, think of it as a wave. Again, it's going to kick up everything that's already there. Now, if you, it, it's, it's just like if you were on, um, if you were out on a boat, right? Like you were on a fishing boat and you were going to be there overnight and you found out there was going to be a storm. Well, if you leave all your crap on the deck, you're going to lose it. If you leave everything out, if you're hanging out there, you know, if you, if you know there's a storm coming and you and your girlfriend sleep out there overnight like idiots, yeah, you're probably going to get thrown overboard. You just got to take the precautions, you know, take your time, you know, and just, you know, do all of that. Um, and, and, and honestly, when it comes to, you know, getting that, you know, just keeping that calm and clear, it's not going to hit you the way it's going to hit the next guy. Spirits are different. I didn't mean to talk so fast. The only reason I did, because I was like, we're going to talk more about spirits, and I don't know how much time y'all have. So, <laughs> um, spirits, I got, I got to try not to get too technical, because I know we're kind of just doing this as a chat. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just put up that video recently about dealing with a guy who, um, who, I wouldn't call him possessed, but he was practically he, he was almost that possessed. He, oppressed, definitely. He, oppressed, yes. He was sharing his spiritual space with another entity. And the interesting thing about that is that I kind of get the suspicion that he was okay with it. Like he was kind of seduced by it, yeah. you know, like, 
Because that's what sometimes what some spirits will do. They'll come in and they'll kind of seduce you into letting them occupy that space. And, you know, he'll come to you and he'll say like, dude, I'm, I'll be here. I'll be like your big brother. I'll be your guardian angel. Just let me stay, um, you know, or whatever is going on. Right. So you'll get seduced. And you get tempted into that. And so in that situation, the best way to protect yourself is to not be afraid to, again, sort of, you know, fight back a little bit. Now, I'm not talking about fighting your friend, you know, again, uh, when you're dealing with somebody who is, you know, disaster oppressed, you know, your enemy isn't them, your enemy is the, is the, is the creature who's taken them, right, or is trying to take over them. And even if they're letting them, right, because some people are just so depressed, I mean, spirits will take advantage of trauma, you yeah. know, uh, health crises, layoffs, divorce, mm -hmm. whatever, right. So, you know, one of the things you've got to deal with those, you've got to be prepared, like you're not going to be able to be as close to that person as you were, you know, now, luckily, I was in a situation where I could just kind of get in, get out and not have to deal with the, with the aftermath, right. Uh, but you can't really let yourself try and open up, you can't do that, hold on, let me hold space for you and give you love and light and all of that. You can't do that alone. You can't do that alone because that's, you're just basically creating a breeding ground for more of that negativity. You've got to learn how to quarantine. Okay. Um, one of the hardest things to do is to get a spirit to go once it's taken root, whether it's oppressing, haunting, possessing, however you want to phrase it. One of the hardest things to do is to get it to go and to banish it and get it out of the way. You may clear it and it can come back. You need to learn to quarantine almost like, um, almost like an infestation. If you create an environment that is inhospitable to it, it will eventually go. And then you can kick it out as many times as you want. People call it starving it sometimes. Like if there's starving something it you're is doing that is almost yeah. in the Christian world, they say giving it legal ground to be yeah. there. You have to cut it off and kind yeah. of serve it notice and starve yeah. it out. If you're doing something, we're talking about gossiping. I mean, there's so many different things that will give this type of spiritual influence, legal ground to be there. You're a perfect host. You know, well, what I'm the, so starving it out is a big thing. The big thing is, well, it's, and, and certain entities will try to evoke emotions, as you know, to get energy from that emotion. Uh, some of them will take advantage of addicts, you yeah, know, um, they, they, they love drunks, you know, they love drunks. They will take advantage of couples. They like sex. You know, they try and take advantage of all of these things. Yeah. And possessiveness, you, possessiveness, jealousy. jealousy, trolling, even trolling, mm -hmm. rejection, attacks. Um, this person's presence actually. I don't know if if we were switching roles or whatever, but I could tell this person was switching between the spirit and the not, you know, and and the person. Uh, it was very, very strange uh, because they were definitely somehow this person was totally ignorant of what I was doing there. I mean, the, the dude basically just thought I was there to cleanse the house, you know, and he was like, <laughs> oh, it's my girlfriend's creepy thing, whatever. Um, I mean, he's he's spiritual, but he's not like that. Right. I've seen that. Yeah. 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 You're like, well, we can do a clearing on the house, man, but you got to. Well, that was the thing. It was like, you do a clearing on the house. And, um, you know, I was just like but it was interesting like he was so he seemed to be the most averse to the most holy and blessed and purified of things it didn't matter what it was it could be holy water it could be florida water it could be um blessed salt it could be you know uh, blessed soil it could be anything along those lines 
it just the person the dude just knew well it wasn't the dude but you know that that entity yeah. just knew not to go anywhere near it which is very very strange so we had to set up a quarantine okay now that didn't mean we locked the guy up we didn't do anything to him it's not like i sat over there and you know screamed psalms at him and sprayed him with holy water and i didn't you know, get into my crazy witch gear and, you know, light a bonfire or do any of that either. But what was basically happening is we set a quarantine. It was basically like, all right, look, we're going to consecrate this house and bless this house and purify it to the space, to, to, to such a state that you, you know, it'd be almost like a bacteria dying on a dry surface if the entity uninhabitable you are this is uninhabitable to you you can get the hell out and the thing is is that even though the entity is not haunting the house it's you know it's again it's oppressing the person you know and the girlfriend and the roommate and everything uh, the person is the house essentially right well they are and they're not uh there's there's a good rule of thumb here um there's a and i told her this as well you know well and, and i Blood magic is the most powerful magic. And blood, when you say the person is the house, very important. Blood is a a powerful influence um, when it comes to revoking, I guess you could say, sometimes legality over things. If a person will not give it up themselves in this situation. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, you need to find a relative. A relative, a blood relative of yours or his, if they are open to this, will have the power to revoke legality. Oh, no, I didn't say legality. I'm just, you know, auto-translating now. But blood magic will break that bond. So I'm like, you got anybody, mother, father, brother, cousin, whatever, you know, get somebody in here, you know, because this is your place too, but you need to outvote this person. And the outvoting with power of blood is going to be what kicks this thing out, especially since it's like, okay, you're eclectic and she's kind of new. She wasn't really strong in her faith. He did not seem all that strong in his faith. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of power kind of circulating there. So I'm like, look, I'm going to hold this up and this is going to be here for like a month. So you've got a month to, you know, finish the job. You know, you've got a month to put the finishing touches on. Now, your boyfriend's probably not going to want to come home a lot. Okay. Or he's not going to want to spend a lot of time in the house. You're probably going to want to eat out a lot of time. You're probably going to be, you know, and it's not really a boyfriend. You got to remember that. But he's going to be kind of avoidant. If you start to feel drained, if your girlfriend starts to feel drained, whatever, just go into another room and shut the door. <laughs> it's just, that door is going to be your knife, you know, for the next month. So how do we alienate the entity? You know, how do we alienate it? That's basically what we're trying to do there. So mm-hmm. now I protected myself with, you know, I mean, I go in loaded. The reason I put on the, the head wrap is because um, entities will influence you and what you're thinking to try and trick you and deceive you uh, into, into thinking you're doing something you're not. So I've had entities deceive me in, in, in almost like, almost like weird, like, is this my intuition? Is it not kind of thing <laughs> where I had, a, I was doing a spell. Um, I was doing cleansing and healing. It just doesn't matter what I've had entities deceive, you know, in, in all kinds of ways, like uh, you're going to kill them. Like haven't, haven't that come in or, you know, um, you're going to get cancer or something crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. And so so your brain thinks if you're not careful, if you're not strong in that moment, your brain thinks, Oh my God, I'm putting this energy into this. Or or I already have it. Yeah. Yeah. I've already have it. Am I manifesting it by doing this right now is, 
that is the is is the spirit or is is uh, is God or or is the energy I'm putting into mm-hmm. this a resonance for that? No, ignore that whisper. You know, ignore that 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 deception. Um, most of the time, those things will come from things that are already inhabiting people. Okay, when they're in a person or in a you know or, or in a crowd. Remember, entities can oppress entire crowds. It doesn't have to be just one person. You don't have to deal yeah. with it, you know. So this dude could have had his whole football team, you yeah. know, just just all, you know, yeah. it's it, it just kind of bouncing around, you know. Yeah. And I was uh, in principalities is, is what it's called in the scriptures. And it talks about them being over nations and cities mm-hmm. and things like that. These certain entities, like strong, yeah. powerful gods, essentially being over certain people groups and and. Well, and religious sects and orders and everything, yeah. man, of, 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 of large groups of people. Yeah. And then, and, um, then the, the little warring minions or demons yeah. or evil spirits, unclean spirits, whatever, yeah. going down and, and messing with the people that are within it as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think, that, I think that what's happening is like a lot of that's kind of coming up now. You can call it revelations, you can call it tribulation, whatever you want to call it. I call, I just say like, because a lot of people want to go, it's like, is that what's going on? I'm like, all of you people woke up one day and said, you wanted this shift. You wanted the shift. Here is your shift. Welcome to my world. You didn't think the aliens were just going to come down here and beam you out of your bed and let you live in paradise for eternity, did you? Like, this is your shift. Now, here's, here's my thing, where, and I, I feel like you, you're with me here on this. If you are a practitioner of your faith, not of your faith, not just of your faith, but a practitioner of your faith, this shift means nothing. You were already doing it before 2012, 2011, 2010. Go back a decade and a half more, however old you are. It's kind of like, no, all of you are just catching up to my reality. Or I guess you could say a, not my reality, but you know what I'm saying, like one's reality, a practitioner's reality. Mm-hmm. Everyone is now catching up to a practitioner's reality. And I think that if you're going to protect yourself, again, you need to know how to quarantine. The first thing y'all need to do is learn how to bless and consecrate any kind of space. I don't care to who. That's not my job. That's we're not going to, you know, if, you, if you're going to learn to do it to um, an angel, if you're going to do it with, you know, with God, with Jesus, um, you know, any kind of pagan deity, hey, heathen deity, just make sure they're cool and they resonate with you. I do believe we have some that are parts of our ancestral line we have easier access to. You know, my, you know, my, my mother's Scottish, uh, so a lot of Gaelic and Celtic uh, deities, you know, really sink in real well with me. Uh, Goddess Bridget, St. Bridget sinks in real well with me. You know, um, there's, there, there, you know, there are certain things that I think that you can, you can find that you relate to. Uh, and you've got to be able to just kind of get, you have to be okay with, uh, and I like the term, and I think, I think I actually got this from a friend who was a, uh, who does a Christian mysticism. Uh, he, I, I like the term you've got to be, you've got to be solid in your sovereignty. Mm-hmm. That's your most powerful thing. Yes. You can wear crystals, hematite, uh, black tourmaline, onyx, jet, jet's fabulous. By the way, of the four, I like jet number one. And then um, I, I like, uh, well, I like the rest all pretty equal. They're all pretty good in their own way for their own fashion. <laughs> um, you can wear crystals all you want, but really, the more specific an energy signature is, the more powerful it is for your protection. So what's better, okay, a stone by itself is going to do, it's all good. It's, it's going to do enough. It's going to do something, right? Stone, remember, stones are great for the astrology situations and bad weather and just weird, freaky energy in the cosmos. Stones are great for that. That's what stones are for. But, you know, what's better than that 
is going to be a sigil or a pouch or a bag or, you know, something that is consecrated with a very specific energy resonance. And what is that very specific energy? Is it runes? Is it the Archangel Michael? Is it a deity? Is it a sigil you made yourself? You know, it's going to be something because entities can't, they're not omni, um, while they may be omnilingual in terms of what we believe a language is, they're not, um, they're not omniscient when it comes to vibration. They don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And there are, I found being more cross-cultural that certain practices are better for defeating other practices. Uh, Goetia. I'm sure you're familiar with Goetia. Yeah. Nothing kicks the shit out of a Goetia demon like Shinto exorcisms mm-hmm. from Japan. I'm like, yeah, hey, y'all never been to Japan. <laughs> you know, it's, just like, it's like they had no immunity. And um, that might be something to think about, you know, and again, you're going to have that and you can do that within your own religions, too. You can do that within your own faith, too. How they do, you know, Christianity in America is not how they do Christianity in Guam. It's not how they do Christianity in Israel. <laughs> in Israel. Yeah. So you can go and look. Right. Yep. So you got to be ready for that. But I think of the more specific energy signal, so we are. So we got to get out of the general, you know, because, again, it's like stones are great. Stones are fabulous, but they're only going to do so much. Herbs by themselves are great. They're so, you know, but you need to also understand that if you're going to have your sovereign space, you know, we share the space with other spirits. And you're, you probably have spirits on you right now. I got spirits on me and, me, you know, all these people probably do. Some of them are totally cool. Some of them are kind of, you know, how we have like intestinal flora in our, in our yeah. gut to help us digest. We've yeah. got mites, believe it yeah. or not. You've got mites in your eyelashes that help protect yeah. you, you know, from infections and things like that. Yeah. Most of the they're, time, they're all not bad. Or, yeah. even if they, or even if they're bad, you would call bad mm-hmm. sent for a good reason. Yeah. And, and that's, a lot that's, of, that, that's pretty deep. Yeah. And a lot of, and a lot of spirits, a lot of spirits will say, you know, if you just don't want them, you want to, you know, you want to exercise or purge to be clean. That's cool. But, you know, sometimes you don't need to worry about it too much. You know, it's, it's, it's when they're starting to oppress. A lot of them will have love for the host and obey the sovereign host. Right. Cause, and who, you never know, maybe you're their ticket. You're their, t- you're their ticket to salvation. That's why they're latched onto you. They're like, Hey, his vibe is bright. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep him, you know, I'll do my best to keep him from getting sick, you know, and, and, and we love this and we, and we work, we're on the same page. So, I'm going to hitch a ride on you, you know, Derek, I'm going to hitch a ride on him. And, you know, if this dude's cool, then I'll try and be a cool dude. And yeah, I'll try and protect him or give him a warning or whatever. Sometimes that's what happens, you know, but protecting yourself, you know, you got to know how to, I, I, I think step number one is again, consecrating that space, making a sovereign space, making a quarantine space, something that is at least, you know, the most inhospitable to, you know, to, to a hostile entity as possible, you know, and things that, you know, it's, it's from there on, you know, for the most part, if you can do that, you can yeah. overcome anything because yeah. you can make that inhospitable to curses and hexes. You yeah. can make it inhospitable to ill wishes. You can make it inhospitable to, you know, uh, the, the vibrations of, you know, of depending on the situation, yeah. you know, certain astrology energies, and so that's what you need to start doing. We just, 
you know, and you can do it by making holy water. You can do it by practicing that. I mean, that's a good practice. That's one of the things I always tell people, like, no, you need to learn how to exercise salt and make the name holy water. Like, that's the first thing anyone needs to do. I don't care what your practice is. Um, you need to learn how to charge things. You need to, you need to learn how to hold that space and, and know that it is your sovereign space. And even if you share the house, even if you share the house, you know, it's like, okay, you've got, you know, you don't want to completely dominate it because your wife or your girlfriend is kind of like, eh, she's just kind of agnostic. She's on the fence. I'm not saying like be a dictator. You're just basically saying, just like you're saying, just like you would say, hey, you know, the only thing that you're dictating to your partner, to your roommate or your kids, or your parents or whoever's living with you, the only thing you're dictating is common sense. All right. When you're, when you're dictating to the house, don't allow demons inside. That's like saying, look, don't let a bunch of crackheads in. Okay. Is that oppression to your relative? Is that oppression to your girlfriend to be like, no, I don't want you bringing up any crackhead, you know, just a whole bunch of crackheads that off the street to sleep, <laughs> you know, to sleep in the living room. No. <laughs> you might you know, not have like, a living room when you wake up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you don't need to, you know, you, that's not oppression, you know, so you got to be comfortable with taking yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. It's like inviting them in, man. Um, yeah. it, it really relates a lot to um, microscopic organisms, um, microscopic yeah. bacteria in the way that that functions, in the way that you can't see them without a special lens or a trained eye. And in the spiritual sense would be like the third eye, being able to see into the spirit realm or be able to sense them on or around people. They work the same type of way in, a, in the same way of um, there's, there's medicines, there's things, yeah. that, there's healthy food that you can put within your body yep. that will make your body inhabitable for certain bacteria and certain things that will make you sick and strengthens your immune system spiritually. You can strengthen your immune system. The weird thing, though, is, and we've talked about this in a, in a lot of episodes, is that, um, a, like, the ancients kind of equated them to be one and the same. Like, they thought that these microscopic beasts and these little monsters and these things that you can only see with a, 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 a special magnifying glass, those that was the spiritual warfare. Those were the... Um, the spirits from the outer realms mm -hmm. trying to influence us and make us sick and give us diseases and things like that, you know? And, and, and so the lines kind of really get blurry there. There's old banishments for like stomach worms and mm -hmm. the worms out of your body and the dragons of revelation. Like they believe like that that's what these things were, the dragons and the beast and the demons and stuff sure. that, that we fought with. It's really interesting. And, and I mean, it, it, is it really that much different now, though, because all these, all prayer, all energy work, all magic, all of that spiritual, active spiritual practice, what it's doing is you're changing reality. And in a sense, it all comes down to changing chance and controlling reality, not in a crazy megalomaniac way. Yes, yeah, some people will go there. Doesn't matter who they are. Doesn't matter what religion they are. We've seen it happen. You know, whether whether they want to be the, the, the biggest awesome sorcerer in the world, which doesn't exist, or they want to open a mega church, or they want to do this pyramid scheme in Hawaii, and they want you to come and pay $8,000 for a retreat there, and they're just not going to do anything. You know, we've seen it all. Um, but control of your space, and your, you, you deserve control of your body. Mm -hmm. You deserve control of your physical body. You deserve control of your, your physical space. You do not deserve to have to be a codependent enabler to a spiritual entity that is taken over, you know, your, your friend or your dad or your girlfriend or your brother or whatever. And I think that 
when you learn to stand strong in your sovereign space, again, you are changing probability. You are controlling reality because all of a sudden you're deciding what manifests. And even if it's not deciding what manifests, like even if you can't, even if you can't make something manifest because of it, it can't manifest because of you and you're at a stalemate. And at some point you Mm. are going to push back enough to kick its ass out. You know, and I mean, heck, I even did a thing the other day where, um, you know, I mean, if you want to invoke spiritual help, go with help you trust. You know, a lot of people ask me, Nico, why, why do you, you're a witch? Why do you work with Archangel Michael? And I'm like, well, anyone who says angels and magic don't go together, doesn't know anything about ceremonial magic or hoodoo or, you know, or a hell of a lot of stuff or conjure or anything like that, because angels go in that very well. Angels are like the, 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 the servants of source, whether you, call source God or I call source God or whatever. That's up to you. Yeah. The angels are the servant, servants of source. And so, you know, I was basically like, you know, Archangel Michael, you know, I'm in doing this work, you know, get this thing out of this person's body, please help me to get it out of their body. Take this entity into the light. If it can be rehabilitated, purified and healed, if not, then cast this ass into the void. That is how I go with it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so it's, it's an interesting kind of kind of thing. You can call on that help, but a lot of these spirits will come and protect you. They'll put you in a bubble and shield you, but they won't do the work for you. Yeah. Okay? Uh, they won't always do the work for you. You've got to be able to, you know, they're, cause they're there to help you. They, if, if it's a real bad situation, yeah, they'll do it. But they're, you know, mm-hmm. so a lot of the times, you know, even angels will be like, okay, you know what? I will walk you through. I will help you carry this load, but you are not going to throw this all on me. That's good. You know? We talk about that a lot. Like what demons, do we cast out mm-hmm. and what demons do we are, are sent here for us to learn from mm-hmm. like are here to teach us a lesson about ourselves, about life. Um, and you can't, you know, you have to learn from them. And, and, and so that's why like in every situation, you got to be looking for the lesson in everything. Yeah. Good and the bad. And, and just look for the lesson and, and look for the test. And cause you, you, you're going to have to take the test again eventually. So you might as well find out what it is pass it, ace it, and therefore you, you'll be able to move on to the next level. What's, what's next in your ascension process, the process of moving from one level of consciousness to the next? You have to take these tests. You know, no matter what, what type of character flaws that you have, you have to learn from it. You have to move on to the next. And whether it's, you know, we, we've been talking about it the whole show. Yeah. I always have to be right. You know, some, I, I have spiritual friends who are racist. They have to get over that. They have to let that go. You know what I'm saying? There's people yeah. who look down upon people who eat meat. Like there's just all of these different contentions yeah. that this is the way, the only way. So called, yeah, exactly. It's like so-called awakened homophobes or so-called yeah. uh, spiritually all love and light, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, we go into like races or classist. Oh, oh yeah. that person's, that person is, can't afford this. Mm-hmm. What's, what did they do? What is their karma or why can't they, or they're so live, low vibe. And it's like, hold on a second. Yeah. Now it's one thing to have, you know, a discussion about abundance and prosperity. It's another thing to go and blame somebody for their situation where they weren't set up the way you were, you know, yeah. maybe they weren't, maybe they, maybe they weren't born to a rich family. Yeah. Maybe they decided they were better than being a gold digger. And, you know, so you know, don't go calling richness, you know, don't call prosperity evidence of a person's goodness or mm-hmm. vibration because i've met some real rich 
evil incarnate, you know, individuals in you my know life. What? It was, it was, it was, it was really the other way around for me. Like I've come from the mm-hmm. lowly road, and I thought that being spiritual or being or having, um, having spirituals is a good example of looking at Jesus as being the poor righteous teacher. Mm-hmm. You have to deny the beautiful things in life. You have to d- deny yourself, which is really um, coming from like a, a Gnostic standpoint that you're not supposed to have anything good and you're supposed to deny the delicacies of life and to decadence. Yeah. yeah. Watch out for decadence. I can't remember mm-hmm. how it's phrased, but yeah, yeah. but that that's totally not the truth. Like that's not how it's supposed to be. Like, Oh know, no. It's, you know, it's, it's, just, it's, just like it's, denying all the fun stuff and beautiful stuff in life. And well, no, no, I don't mean it that way because I mean, I, I grew up very poor, which is kind of funny because it's like when you think about it, my, my, I have a family that actually like did pretty well and it was, you know, won't go too far into it, but my dad wanted to kind of um, abstain from what he considered to be excess and materialism and things like that. But he also made some choices financially um, you know, for us that, you know, we kind of learned to go, you know, and, and not think about decadence so much, you know, we didn't, we, we, we kind of learned to be more minimalist in that way. And that was cool and all, but the problem was the idea of it being um, the only, you know, you, you do develop a negative opinion and a positive opinion one way or the other. My, my older brother hated it and thought it was horrible. You know, and everyone, you know, we're all peasants and crap. And uh, I was kind of neutral. And then my younger brother was kind of neutral as well. And so you kind of learn, you know, okay, well, it's not more or less righteous to, you know, to abstain or be an ascetic, right? It's not, it doesn't make you a better person, certainly not. But what I'm saying is that when it comes to people looking at people who have, wealth and saying, because you have this, you are worthy of admiration. I take issue with that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that, that when, when you mentioned earlier, the prosperity movement, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? The prosperity gospel in the churches and stuff. And that's not just the church. Really, it's everywhere. Exactly. You know, cause, cause it was crazy that you mentioned it with the same breath as mentioning the secret. I come from the prosperity movement, like mm-hmm. not that I was in it, but I come, in the place of exposing it because all the other churches were into it. And, you know, we saw the flaws in it. I knew the philosophy. I battled and debated these people when Mm -hmm. I was in religion or whatever the case is. Then I get out of it and I I watch the secret and Mm -hmm. I watch it. I'm like, wow, this is the prosperity gospel. Like the prosperity gospel stole their stuff from the secret or vice versa. I'm not sure, you know, Mm -hmm. which came first, but it's the exact same thing. And it's the focus is money. The focus is, riches and always finances and it was always nasty because you never had enough right you never like once you get a good job it's you know what this job ain't good enough i want the next position up i want to and you just right. going up the corporate ladder and this greed and wealth and stuff and it was just insane that that was what the focus was about it all well the funny thing is is that a lot of people will say things like poverty consciousness or scarcity mentality Um, when we talk about, say, uh, maybe taking a shot at, say, prosperity gospel, right? And they'll be like, well, you don't understand, you know, that, you know, that's part of your poverty mentality, your poverty consciousness is making you resistant. And I kind of go, well, not really. To me, the, 
the gluttony, the never-ending hunger for more prosperity and wealth is probably the most um, poverty consciousness ever. It's like, it's that, that to me, that's kind of like you're, you're, you're never satisfied. You're never satisfied. You're consuming so much because you don't know when it's going to go away. So you start, (laughs) you eat everything. That's, it's like you're, you're, you're kind of stashing and stashing and stashing and you're desperate and it's the only thing on your mind. Yeah. That to me is scarcity mentality. That to me is um, poverty consciousness because the, the way, you know, when, when, when people look at it, it's kind of like you already have abundance. Abundance is everywhere. And abundance is too vague anyway. I mean, you could have an abundance of scorpions. Do you really want that? Like don't send abundance is the only request in the universe. That's like mistake 101. But the, um, the, the thing is that there's, the, the, I think that what happens is, is that you probably want to think about, okay, well, the, the, um, the universe wants to have this energy actually circulate. The universe will destroy and take away that which stagnates. That's his job. You know, well, that's the job of what we, what we call curses and dark magic and things yeah. like that. That's made up of an energy signature. In a natural occurrence, as you say, learning a lesson or in a natural occurrence, what it's doing is it's just breaking down things that are stagnant, that are not changing, that are not flowing, that are not evolving. Why would you want to accumulate stuff in your life that doesn't go anywhere? That when our relationships stagnate, they fall apart. Our jobs stagnate, they fall apart. Our health stagnates, it falls apart. Everything falls apart. So you don't want to, you know, having an, an abundance of flow is good, but just having an abundance of crap is not. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. 100%, man. Nico, Scarlet Moon, I've enjoyed this conversation with you. Uh, I've been looking forward to it for a long time. We finally made it happen. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. Everybody wants to know how they can find you on, on YouTube and if you want to give out your Facebook pages and all that good stuff. Yeah. Plug, and plug, plug your sites where people can check out your work, man, because you're really oh. good at what you do. All right, all right. Plug, plug, plug. Well, um, you know what? I think, hold on a sec. If you all just want to look to the chat bar, um, I'll, just start, I'll just start plugging links here. Um, into the chat bar on the uh, while it's alive, it's going to be on the right side. So there's my Facebook. Oh, can't do it. Didn't work. Okay, please remove any web address. Okay, it's just Scarlet Moon. Honestly, just do Facebook. Scarlet. <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. Um, if you, if you want to search up my Facebook, my my my, uh, my YouTube pages. Okay, Scarlet Moon YouTube. You can just type Scott, you know, in the search page. You can do uh, YouTube search Scarlet Moon Astrology or type in Scarlet Moon Magic. Both channels will go up, and they refer to the other one. Uh, remember, Scarlet Moon, that's just Scarlet Moon. The regular one is for astrology and tarot and horoscopes. And Scarlet Moon Magic is more of the woo-woo stuff, which is where we kind of ended up here in this, uh, the, the last half hour here, which is really cool. <laughs> that's my favorite to talk about. And uh, if you are interested in any more, you can check out my website, integrativemysticism.com. Um, I do have a Patreon program going on myself. People get permanent discount codes for certain amounts that they pledge. Um, I also got um, exclusive bi-weekly horoscopes on there, and there's no pledge minimum on there at all. I mean, you can just do a dollar and still have access to those bi-weekly. So, you know, if you're interested in any of those, that's fantastic. Derek, it's, I, I'm really actually happy that we finally got a chance to, to talk and, you know, kind of feel each other out because this is actually really, really cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it, my brother. Th- dude, thank you for everything that you do, and thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. Let's do it again soon. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Stay in touch. All right. Shalom, my brother. Peace. All right, take care. Bye. Nico, Scarlet Moon, ladies and gentlemen. 
We really have been uh, trying to do this for a while. We've been throwing dates back and forth for a long time, trying to get our schedules to mesh. But I'm glad we finally had the chance to do it. Really cool individual. I've been watching his his videos for a while on on YouTube and uh, been a friend with him for some time on Facebook as well. Uh, I just like his spirit, man. I really do. I, I like everything about him, um, and I enjoy listening to him. He's really good at what he does, and uh, he's got a pretty big audience too. He's got a lot of people who uh, who who feel the same way. So check him out on YouTube as well. Um, want to say a thank you again to all the patron supporters, everybody who enables me to do what I'm doing. Thank you guys so much. If you want to do that, head on over to patreon.com backslash truth seeker. There you can um, sign up at any level of giving. You get rewards. You get all my music and um, all the new stuff, all the new hits. You get it. Um, there's a bunch of new music over there right now. You can check that stuff out. Also get access to the School of the Mystics every Thursday night, 7 p.m. Central. We're in the course right now which is entitled um, uh, Basic Training for the Prophetic Ministry, Learning to Hear the Voice of God Speaking to You in Your Life and then Speaking to Others. And it, uh, the, first, the first session that we did, like I said, again, it was really awesome, getting really good feedback. So join us for that. If you missed it, it's in the patron section as well. You can go back and listen and join us for session number two. The teachings are pretty short, and then there's an activation, then there's a, uh, something that we um, – questions that we ponder as a group. And then we do the, the, the one-on-one stuff and practice prophesying and practice being able to pick up on the different energies that, that, that each other are, are walking in. And, and there's grace to do that. And uh, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. So make sure you guys do that. Uh, new album out entitled Seer that comes out 420, uh, April the 20th. There's also going to be an album release concert on the same day in Mobile, Alabama. Um, some, some of you guys are talking about coming. Um, so, uh, let's see. Also, we are doing, uh, I got a new video out. If you guys haven't seen that for the song Alpha, Alpha, we're also releasing another video as soon as this podcast is over. So if you're listening to this on the podcasting in, it's already up. The new song we're putting out tonight is called The Invisible Creatures of the Five Elements featuring Illuminati Congo, myself and uh, commentary by Manly P. Hall. It's going to be really good. And so, like I said, if the story I told, you know, earlier was concerning that song, you know, let the chips fall where they may um, check it out. I'm really uh, proud of my work. I worked on a visual. It's, it's I'm not in the video, but it's a visual that I created and stuff. And I used to do that for all my videos back in the day, whatever I was talking about, what kind of weave in and out of the video. So uh, I'm about to release that. Make sure you check it out. I'm trying to get all the material out for this new album so I can start sharing it with the public as well. Thank you guys for the support. Um, I couldn't do it without you. With that, I'm going to say peace and shalom. You guys have a good night. Uh, tomorrow, we got another double header back to back. Really good uh, guests lined up tomorrow. So join me for that episode. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Peace and shalom. We'll see y'all. Goodbye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.